2: Welcome to the fifth annual Social Suplex FOH Draft The annual Christmas edition here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network Jeremy Donovan here, of course, with the young boy, Josh Smith, Rich Ladder, and James Boyd
3: Guys Merry, Merry 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 yes guys, Merry Christmas, Merry F.O.H.
1: Merry
3: Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas.
4: Survivor Series was the uh, annual Thanksgiving tradition. This is the Christmas
3: season tradition for social suplex. Yes. Yes. Fuck out of here, drag. <laughs> Get drunk and shoot on the business. It will just, just be a matter of time before, like, in, let's say, you know, 25 years before, like, it gets more and more relevant. And it we be like, why are we even doing this? Stuff? <laughs> <laughs> very, similar, very similar to that Thanksgiving tradition.
4: Ah. Wrestling's getting better and better to the point where we're like, do we have anything to shoot on? Like, what the fuck are we going to complain about this year? Or, or the fact that we, we shot on so much stuff in the past is like, it's a lot I of the, same, like, it's the yeah. same shit. Vince, like, yeah. yeah. man,
2: you still suck. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to my girlfriend about this. Let's just, just, just draft Vince and then it's over.
3: <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, like, you look at it at this point now, it's like, you drink, like you draft Vince he draft Dick Togo. You draft start a Rossi for, for for like all these fucking draws, and he'd be like, "Thanks for listening to the show. we out of here. We're done."
4: Sinclair <laughs> Media Group. You can get the fuck out. Oh yeah, <laughs> That's a, yeah.
3: Bully, bully Ray slash oh Marty Scroll. God. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You put all the bookers. It's all the bookers' fault. You like sl- just get the fuck out of here. We're Nick saying. Nick Con for <laughs> Nick Khan, Throw him on there too. We get out of here. We bury individuals. We're telling Vince to get the fuck out of
4: here, but he's gonna pass one day. We're gonna be like. We're so sorry for the family of Vincent
3: Man. We're gonna do a, a morning episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm gonna do. One, I'm gonna do one of those. Was real, like, hey, man, like, look, did a bunch of bullshit. Um, but you know, he did. He didn't inherit the top territory. <laughs> he didn't make a bunch of top stars. He did. He did a lot of great stuff. Thank you um, for raising the, end, and the Undertaker. The end. The end was was very was very lackluster. Al but
5: Davisian.
3: Yeah, yeah. But like, we can't ignore. You know, we can't ignore the fact that like he had advantages, and like a smart person, he was able to further those advantages. And say what you want to about his booking philosophy and stuff, but. When he was in his bag, he will he would come out with something. It wouldn't work. He would rejigger, and then it would be su- successful. A lot of that was the nineties. After that, he held on for dear life. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, that's the job. You on top. You stay. You stand on top. Whatever. R.I.P. Why so alive? But, so Jeremy, I think you should kick us off. With why do we? And what, why do we just start this off by? Why do we just start this off by like envisioning Vince's dad that dead? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not where we are it's now. Very it's dark. dark we are.
5: This is where we Jesus got. Christ. It's already dark in these streets. Jesus
2: Christ. Well, if uh, guys, if you're listening to this, that means that you've uh, paid or made a <laughs> donation to listen to this episode. We put it behind the paywall. If you're not, you're a freeloader, and you need to give us gifts. Yes. yes. Gifts. Donations. 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 I to, do
3: I need to send this, the, the seedlings? Cease and desist? Shit. Or yes. Yes. <laughs> like we,
5: we better not hear y'all bootlegging this, reproducing, copying yeah. this. None of that.
3: Yeah. But in
4: all seriousness, we have been working for years and years and years to put out top content. We don't charge for anything. And this is the first time we're asking you guys to donate. So, like, literally, throw us four bucks, five bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever you want to throw us. But, like, it's Christmas time. We're trying to get paid in these streets. Like, hook us up, you know? It's a business.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Look, I'm I'm not going to say anybody's names. I hear, but there are those amongst us that are wearing fake shirts. Why you gotta roast me? I, I didn't, ah. No. I did not say anybody's name, Josh. You decided to, 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 to do that. That's on you. Guys, listen. That's on you. I've wanted... Help
5: Josh not wear no more face shirts. Please.
4: Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I love this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him what you're wearing. I'm wearing the CM Punk Best in the World shirt from 2010, but they don't make it anymore But you're not wearing that shirt because that's a fake shirt
3: <laughs> That's what I keep trying to explain to you, you're wearing a fake shirt That is not authentic It's
4: make-believe It's authentic yes. as fuck because I'm wearing it, it's on my chest, I see it right it's now It's authentic in your heart Yeah, it's real Okay what we I doing? guess that's all that matters, right? What are we what We why, gotta go to the why, drinks
3: Why? Why What can't are we, we
2: drinking? What are the rules? So uh, let's see, I'll start. I'm drinking uh, Angry Orchard. I got the, the fall edition. So I got uh, strawberry, I got peach mango, and the uh, cinnamon, along with the regular uh, Angry Orchard.
3: So, how many of those did you have to drink to get to the level you're at now?
2: This is my third one.
3: That's all it took? Jeremy's yeah. lightweight. I mean, look, Jeremy is lightweight. We're also a lot bigger than him. So, it is also that to take into account I when didn't it comes mean to that. I just mean, he doesn't drink that much. Like, it's not I mean, much. It, okay. Well, I mean, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, I feel like I'm a lightweight because I'm just I'm just the, I'm just the size of the Titanic. That's really what it comes down to. So it's like can just handle more than most people.
4: I'm uh, I'm drinking vodka infused with rosemary, mixed berry, and lemon, and I'm making my own cocktail out of that. And uh, you know, club soda. It's pretty good. I am drinking Grey Goose straight. <laughs> yeah, boy.
5: What's yeah, the boy. mixer? The ice. The ice. <laughs> exactly. Now, straight to it.
3: No uh, filter. Now, if you have followed uh, One Isha Radio, you have seen the journey and progression of Rich Lada, um through the years <laughs> to becoming a more, um, a more adult, more understanding, more um, well versed person. This is uh, this is a clear backtrack. I don't I don't recall you ever drinking none straight before, uh, except for Hennessy. Hey, hey, and hey. Then, except for Hennessy, I understand Hennessy's worse than Grey but I don't. I want to know what. Per, I don't know what. I want to know what went to your thought process. I want to drink clear, straight. What happened? What, what how did I how did I I feel like i I feel like I failed it sober What happened? <laughs> what, is, that, what is going
5: so on that Jericho here? So Shout out to the great Chris Jericho, who is <laughs> oh who has put God. this drink like in the atmosphere, he wrote about it in his books for Yeah years. boy. It's called the Yeah Boy, and it's vodka <laughs> and ice. <laughs> the Yeah boy and Great Goose in particular. So well, Look, I think man. this is
4: the first year you haven't drinking Hennessy on the show, right? I
5: think no? so. I, I
3: had, had the White, White Claws Claw. one
5: time, and I thought they were a game. that they were not. <laughs> you got caught
3: like the rum on the Yes. Huh? yes.
5: Uh, okay. That was uh, 2019, I think you had the White
3: claws.
2: thought
5: it was a game. Yeah. Never yep. again. It, it was not. I <laughs> was Ira huggling, hug, not. hugging the porcelain
3: god.
1: Like,
3: like, like you, like you when... um. Uh, y'all might not remember this. Me and Rich had a had a fucking field day with this. Uh, like offline or off of the air, but like, there's a there's a Joshi wrestler named you that used to be in Tokyo Joshi Pro. Now she's a top freelancer, and um, there was some um some English speaking person that was trying to buy her uh gear. (laughs) (laughs) This is like 2020 or whatever else, and was trying to buy her gear, and then like eventually like it led to like, do you have any like. (laughs) Like, do you have any game worn stuff, if you will? Do you have? And she was like. I can, uh, not really And then it turned into All of a sudden Like this And you know More questions going along And it's like Do you have any Do you have any Used draws And then, <laughs> oh, and, then no. and, and then like Because obviously Because of the, the Japanese English translation Obviously she's done A lot of um, UK stuff Like she's in She's a big part of uh, Pro Wrestling Eve Before the pandemic And like Her response was It is not <laughs> It is not <laughs> So So like Yeah uh, just, just Yeah man Like um what are you drinking, James? I am drinking, you know, the usual, trusual, which is um, Grey uh, great Goose in, in either vodka or... Grey Goose in vodka, my God. Uh, Grey Goose and cranberry juice or, uh, or orange juice. I'm with the cranberry right now. Before I tried something new, I had bought a slushie. I had drank, uh, filled the thing up, uh, drank a little bit of it off the top, and then um, I had bought a second cup. Um, or I didn't buy a second cup. I took a second cup. I don't know if they'll arrest me for that, but... Um. <laughs> Imagine getting the rest from a 15-16 cup. am
5: gonna be a bitch? You right, need to come on all over here with us.
3: Oh, this over a second cup. So anyway, uh, other cup poured in the vodka, uh, the Grey Goose, and then filled the rest uh, up with the slushy. That, that thing, uh, you know, obviously, you know, liquor doesn't mix or doesn't uh, freeze. That slushy quickly became liquid. Thought it was a um, game. Th- but I will say this. The outside of the cup froze and chilled, so it was nice. It was nice. So right now, I have, uh, after going through, what, what size is that? 40-something, uh, 52, Jeez. 52 uh, OZ of uh, the, the slushy in uh, vodka, Grey Goose. I am now working with the last of what I had of my gray Goose with uh, Cranberry juice, so um, that's what that's what we're doing. Hey. We, anybody, we got more where
5: that need, came from. What's Anybody need a little little bit of extra goose?
3: <laughs> got, I
5: got my half a bottle left here in the bottle. So
3: yeah,
4: Jeremy, you want to take us through the rules and get us started? Yeah. So if you are new to the F O H draft
2: episode, how it We're going to do uh, two rounds of a draft format where we will drafting things in the year that we want to shoot on and bury. Uh, so we're gonna start. James gonna have the first draft pick this year.
4: What's the order? There, there are eighteen different topics. We're gonna do two rounds. That means we're gonna draft eight primary targets, and then we're gonna do a rapid fire round where we shoot on those other okay. ten fucking shits.
2: Okay. Yeah. So we're we're gonna go start with you, James, and go around, and then okay. we, then we'll snake back the other way.
4: But okay. before we start, we did a secret Santa. I had James. He is my uh, gift recipient, and uh, I've brought. My fucking gift for James. So
3: I think it's appropriate for us to start. All right. So this is uh, the Secret Santa group in the Largo Loop, not the Social Suplex group. So for those that hear this from Social Suplex, they don't feel like you've been left out or we are some uh, Four Pillars thing or whatever. Even though we do have a. This is, Even though we do have. This is. No, no, it's not Secret. They already know. Yeah. Even though we do have a. Amongst the four of us, because we're all like living in close proximity to each other and all know each other. If, if um, we're the
4: Four Pillars from AEW, which one's which?
3: I don't know. From AEW, not from not from all Japan. From AEW, uh, I don't know. I don't think I would necessarily relate to any of <laughs> those. Kids, that kind of I'm fucking Jungle Boy. Me, you
5: mean James ain't painting up like Darby? No, can't see it. I,
3: nah, I'm not. I'm not putting my body on line Def- for that. Definitely for that less kind of hair way. than
5: Jungle Boy. I, <laughs> yes, a I'm lot less. I'm Britt
3: Baker. <laughs> I, Fuck it. If that's the case, I'll be for Y'all can go from there. Fine. Oh, fuck it. I'll take. I'll take, I'll break take break. Darby. I'll be a white woman. That's fine. That's fine. That means Rich is MJF. Sure. Why or, not? Or Sammy. Or, or Sammy. Sammy. Either one. I think. I think he relates more to MJF because like Rich, Rich, Rich would relish really <laughs> like being a dick to people. He really oh, would. Man. But
4: James, I wrote man. you a little card on the uh, thing there. All right. Let's see. No. 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 On the.
3: On the.
2: Yeah. On the gimmick on the bag, the tag. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it says for my dog James from your boy Joshua. Okay, so give y'all context on this, uh I was at uh I was at uh Josh and his girlfriend Megan's apartment uh last weekend and we were watching um, hey, the uh the first two episodes of the new reboot of Sex in the City. So I think it's called in uh in just like that. So um Josh was basically like trying to reach out to his local, the Largo Loop uh, folks. Basically trying to get the fuck out of there because he did not want to watch the chick flick stuff, right? And look, that's fine. But then like I made it I made it known to him that like I watched that kind of shit. And he was like, Well, please come through. <laughs> so I don't have to leave my own dwelling and I can like get the jokes off or whatever else. Or I can have some, you know, I have an idea what the fuck's going on. So nah, I'm like no, nah,
4: Megan found out that you liked it and she's like, invite him. And I was like, Alright. Okay. Not that I wouldn't want you there, but like Megan was the one she was like, oh, James likes it?
3: fuck yeah. He's coming through. <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching the first two episodes of the, of the reboot and like the whole time is like, cause I know Josh is not really all into that shit. So like I have to make it at least entertaining for him. And like Megan is so, um, Megan is also inclined to like it too, as opposed to like, I like this thing. And like James is making a joke of it while he I appreciate him also liking it too. He's making fun of it to my to my boyfriend who doesn't really care about it. So like I don't I'm not really appreciating this. She was all with it. So like it was it was a blast. So mm-hmm. uh, We're drinking
4: Cosmos and I got so, fucked up.
3: <laughs> yeah. So uh, she has me I like he might like I'm not much of a drinker, like the Cosmos like the first time I've drank uh, last week, like I can't remember the last time I drank like two weekends back to back. I can't remember. Woo. It's been, it's been, it's been years. So, um, anyway, so we're having a blast and I'm like laughing about like the goofy stuff that like, because it's a reboot and like it's a reboot of a show from the nineties and in the t- early two thousands. So like it has all the problematic stuff and you're reviewing it from the, through the lens of like now in mm-hmm. like, it's just funny, and then you know we're you know they end up they end up killing. Uh, I almost said something, but it's like now we find out he is not in fact my dog. Like fuck him! But they killed uh, my dog Big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at the time, like they killed off they killed off uh, Mister Big, and I'm like, oh, they brought him back just to murder the dude, and then not only they murdered, they murdered him. In, he had a heart attack, and he stayed alive until Carrie. Carrie bitch ass didn't even bother to say this, man. She didn't know how to say it out the public's chest for CPR. And then we find out, like, a week later, or a few, like, five days later, like, oh, that ain't your dog, James. That man is a serial, uh, you know. He's sex pest. Yeah, a sex pest. I'm like, all right, well, oh, you know. No. Damn. Maybe they were right to, to murk this man off rip Alleged. Yeah, so, um... Anyway, what's so like, what's I got to do with the presents? So, so when they murdered off my, do- so when they murdered off my, do- uh, at the point I was like, when they, as he had having a heart attack, I was like, oh, they murdered my dog big. So, like Josh on the notice says, from my dog James, because he's a <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiot. no, so, nah, nah, um, bro, you're just my dog. That's all right, so, <laughs> nah, so it all ties together. So I don't know which one you want me to. Is there e- either one? I either got, one? I got you okay. two gifts. He got oh. me two gifts on Secret Santa. All right, so. Um, last week he wanted me to open them. I was like, no, nah, man, we need to save this for the show. So I'm opening, um, one now. So I have a DVD of a Blu-ray. All, oh, i oh, sorry. A Blu-ray. Yes, that's right. The Blu-ray case. My bad. Uh, so yes, it is is All-Star dream. Uh, so this is like, all this is like the, uh, LLPW all or, or Zinjo. Um, JPW and FMW, uh, show like this is, it's the greatest wow. woman show in the history. Of it is wrestling. Yeah. So this is what? 92, right? 93, 93. I'm off a year. Yeah. So like, Oh shit. There's a, there's a ghost in this that. shit. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? There are So, so yeah, like I appreciate it, man. Cause it, like there's a bunch of great matches on this, on this card. So eight, this is eight hours dog. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. There's a lot of stuff on here. So uh, next one, let's open this up. Also, um, I'm assuming that you are the one that wrapped these, right? I, I wrapped them. I can tell because like I women these. don't wrap like, don't wrap gifts like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wrapped and I
3: know that women don't wrap gifts like this because like I, I learned from women how to wrap. So like I'm like I would not <laughs> look at all this like the efficiency of of the of the wrap, It is like ridiculous. Like so these fit in DVD cases. And it's like. This is like uh, in, a DVD, in, a, in a Blu-ray case, there is literally, I'm looking at like three feet of, of, of rap. And it's like, nah, ain't no way. Ain't no way no woman uh, put, did this. Well, I, I, no know, way, I know, I know. i just ain't showing no fucking you how way, much boy. I care about you, bro. Oh, yes. Oh, the big egg. Oh, shit. So this is the, this is the 94 Dome show that has Rich, Rich knows this. Um, the fantastic, incredible... Um, Aja Kong Manami Toyota match on here. This is also like a part of that show that also they had that tournament um, for uh, for the top title. So yeah, like yeah, man, you, you did really good with this one. Yeah, yeah. You did really good with this one. Really, I good. It out the and, part. And really good. This man has two of the greatest. Uh, he gave me DVD, uh, Blu-rays for two of the greatest uh, shows in the history of professional wrestling uh, from the '90s, and I appreciate it. Thank you so and much. They got Josh. the fucking awesome. art and everything. Yes,
4: and um, you know the good thing with it is if they ever pull this shit offline.
3: Which they wish they were bound to
1: because
3: <laughs> you look, got it. They go down, they come right back up. Like, I, I follow a bunch of these different, um, um, let's say Joshi or Piro, um, uh, channels that have old stuff and they come up and they go down all the time. Got, so, got it like, I the got flex. the hard copy, yeah, definitely. You know,
2: in case uh Peacock buys it.
1: Oh, yeah, you, you got god. it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if on the <laughs> list, the sire Apple
3: fucking um, sold the rice to AJW? Oh my god, it'd be awful.
4: If you guys are looking for this IVP video, that's where I got these. Yes, great value. Check it out.
3: Yes. Uh, with no also, further ado, oh, uh, one more thing. Uh, for those, uh, for those that that, that that know me and know the kind of stuff I delve into, as far as the illegal uh, activities, as far as being able to watch uh, all Japan uh, women's wrestling. Uh, Shout out to shout out to all Japan classics because every week, <laughs> all every week there's a new or just about this every week. There's like, oh, you want to watch? You want to watch ninety five? Uh, uh, all Japan is there. We'll pull up. The, we'll pull up those shows. Uh, so yeah, shout out to them and uh, their little activity.
2: <laughs> well, uh, let's go ahead and kick the uh, the first round of the draft off. So, James, we're gonna start with you. You're gonna have the first uh, draft pick in this year's Foh draft.
3: Okay, so. Um, and FOE
5: stands for fuck out of here. If we haven't said it already. Uh, no, I said it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, man, 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 man. 18 minutes deep. Let's fucking get it. All right, so <laughs> I, I, I guess, there, I mean, there's really no place. Y'all know where I would go with this. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. WWE firing eighty-ish oh. wrestlers <laughs> this year. That's not where I thought cuts. you were going. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. that's that's what it has to be. That's got to be the first one. That's what it has to be. That's what it has to be. Uh, we'll get to it later once we get to it, whichever one you thought I was going to take. But WWE firing eighty-ish wrestlers uh, this year over budget cuts during record profits. Yeah, man. Um, we all understand WWE is a business. We all understand that um, business and corporations are going to cooperate. Right? Um, They are heartless. Like, there is no such thing as ethical billionaire. There's no such thing as ethical um, billion dollar company, multi multi billion dollar company. Like, you could throw in what you want to say about the Saudi Arabia shows, whatever else, but like, flat out, WWE and Vince McMahon and Triple H, they spent years upon years literally, like, I don't want to say poaching, that's not necessarily the right word, but they were pulling people out of, the, out of these indie scenes that they thought were burgeoning and also went into international territories that they thought were making some noise because they wanted to destabilize these markets. And uh, by signing all these people, then bring them into Orlando or bringing them into NXT UK, they were um, taking talent off the board, therefore uh, draws and things that um, could happen outside of WWE were, were uh, less likely to happen. And they ended up, you know, obviously with AEW coming on and with uh, basically all of Japan basically saying "fuck you," um, <laughs> they weren't able to uh, do what they were trying to do. So, and that's probably for the betterment of uh, professional wrestling going forward. But um, as they fail and that happens, that means that eventually uh, they have to let people go, or they don't, or they let pe- they they don't have to, but they eventually decided like we don't want to do this anymore, and they fired. Lots and lots of people after years of not firing anybody for years and years and years, like like a three four year span where they just like rarely even fire anybody unless it was like some situation where like they were begging and pleading for their releases and they finally like reached a part where like we'll legal, shit yeah, like stuff that. like that, yeah. stuff where like someone absolutely had to go. But outside of that, for years they just were not, and they were just stockpiling talent and just leaving them on the shelf and not doing anything, and leaving them in catering or whatever else, or leaving them in um, leaving them at home. So. For for them to get to the point where, like, they're off the road, there are no house shows expen- uh, being expended, and at the point in time, like, there was a weird period where, like, they were damn near not making any money off house shows, um, and then there's no house shows, and, like, they then go and just start, like, firing people, like, in, in waves for a full year, like, waves, 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 time at the time and it's like it kept being like people that were on the main roster and then it was people in NXT, and Those people that weren't doing anything and um, it was just it was really frustrating to see that shit and I was just like, hey man, like what what changed here? What exactly changed? Just the fact that like y'all can't do house shows anymore? Like y'all still made as much money as y'all were before. In fact, you can argue because they were going so far in the tube with doing house shows that they probably shouldn't have been doing anyway. Um and the Thunderdome they were making more up. money. Right, they're making more money, and like, you're making more money, and you're firing people in the middle of a pandemic, where like you know that these people, like, as you fire them, whatever like name recognition or hotness that they have to like getting themselves hired somewhere else, is on the shelf for a quarter of the year. It's just like, yo, this this fucking sucks. Like, I, I'm sorry, like, I don't, I don't. There's no way to spin this around other than like this is just corporate greed, and y'all were trying to take over the world, the world told you to, to fuck off, and now like you're, I don't know, like tucking your tail almost? And the way it's like, what about all these people that like all these people that are more than just like numbers on a or uh, just names and numbers on a uh, on a... Spreadsheet. Spread, yeah. Yes, a spreadsheet. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten that one. Um, <laughs> like what... Like what about these people in their lives and the fact that they packed up and moved and, you know, bought right. houses, bought, you know, uh dropped down payments and came over here to make this thing work to be good employees for y'all. I'm sorry in, in, <coughs> independent
2: contractors, <laughs> independent, pal.
3: In, yeah, quote unquote independent contractors for y'all. Like this is this really sucks and it's like that can't be good from around because all these people know each other, all these people that spend or that are on the road, like they're clearly gonna relate more to um, the talent is being fired and laid off then uh, to y'all that are like, or you were like Nick Khan and just like, I was look at a spreadsheet and say, this person's is making way more money than they quote unquote deserve based off of what they're doing on TV Get them the fuck out of here, we don't care about if our storylines make sense after this, we'll make it make sense afterwards, which they don't but we're, that's how they feel and it's like yo, this this is not this is not good for your TV product, this is not good for your or the people your on screen talent. It's just it's just a mess. And like it happened year it kept happening like in months after month. Like every single month in waves. And it's just, like at one point you know, like for me, y'all know this. Like NXT was my last like thing with WWE that like I had a connection to. Yeah. And the last thing I loved that WWE did that that, you know, has any connection oh, to, we don't get to it. wrestling. And like when when they cu- when they cut like uh fish and Bronson Reed and um uh, Mercedes Martinez like that shit just like I was like I was done with the product. And then like, you know, obviously they've done two different uh season for or series finales of NXT. Like they had <laughs> like since then like you know the last two takers have been the series finales yeah. but like it, it was just like, yo, I'm not even, I'm, I will watch those, but, like, the TV, no, fuck that. Y'all going in a different direction. Like, y'all don't want to watch. Y'all Like, y'all literally had, like, some of the best wrestling in the world and some of the best wrestling of this era, and y'all, like, walked away from it because y'all want to do this shit that, like, maybe it will work, but, like, it won't work with the booker you have on top. Like, if you want to go to all, you know, big green dudes, whatever else, like, I'm sure, you know, i sure all of them eventually have some pride in their work and will, you know, if they want to, they will get good at this. I, I don't I don't count out of any of that talent that's, you know, was around and was signed that doesn't have a, that didn't start off like being, you know, big wrestling goofs like us, wrestling fans like us and Marks. But, like, I don't know how they're going to get there when, like, the only people that's going to be leading them around are, like, people that, like, have no clue what pro wrestling in 2021, what people want. Right. So yeah, for me, like, then get the fuck out of here. Like, so y'all can have y'all pieces or whatever. I
5: thought it was a, um, just every time we would get one of those quarterly conference calls that day, it would start happening. It would be like, so the people that y'all was just talking to, like, they're not like plugged into this shit. Like, it's just really confusing every time they're like, yo, we're up, we're, we're making all this money. And then, oh yeah, we got to start firing more people, um, Friend of mine got fired, uh, as y'all know. Like, I'm you know, real tight with Swerve, and of course, like Hit Row had just debuted. Um, they got over within like five months of being on NXT, yep. And also, uh, they were on the main roster for like three weeks, maybe just three weeks. So, just about. I think Swerve did like one match, and it was just like, I saw, like, you know, I talked to Swerve for hours and hours, pretty much, about like you know, the thoughts that he put into you know, trying to trying to make it like that. And I'm like, damn, like they they, first they get rid of um uh, B Fab. B Fab, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then it's like, you know, they get rid of Swerve, Top Dollar, and Ashanti, and I'm like, well what the fuck? Like (laughs) and then I'm just like confused by it. And it was over. And a lot of the people that got fired were over. They have talent And it's just a sad situation, um, because I know there are some people in those groups that really wanted to be in WWE. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I don't know, man, it's... um,
4: I feel like, here's the deal, we've been here before... Mm-hmm. This is not the first time we've ever drafted WWE firing a bunch of people in the middle of a fucking pandemic. last year.
1: Yeah, we it last year. This is, this is, this yeah, this this is year. the <laughs> second year
4: we've been here. And also, it feels like every time they do this, the WWE diehard stands are playing mental gymnastics to try and defend this fucking money-hungry, greedy corp. Like you said, Jer- or uh, James, corporate, greedy, fucking bullshit company that just sees people as an expenditure on a fucking spreadsheet as opposed to an actual human being, you know? And, I mean, we could get into all the ins and outs of, like, who they did or didn't use, but the bottom line is this company does not know how to build stars anymore. They don't know how to use talent. There
5: was no real pattern to, like, what they were doing either. It was like, yeah, you know, Bray Wyatt, he can go.
3: Braun Strowman, he can go. Right, two people that have, like, will be, like, gigantic success stories for, like, the existence of this... NXT PC program. And like, you would figure just politically, like, you would keep them around.
2: Well, it, like, it, it just proves what Rich has been saying for years now NXT was a scam. And Thank you.
3: NXT was a fucking scam. And, and you
2: look at, like, they, they always say, oh, we have a plan when people get called up. People H like say, oh, we, we have a plan for when people get called up. Oh, wait and let it play out. Are we losing to Charlotte? Let's let let it play out. It'll all make sense at Boy. the end.
3: And it she never. Got by, she got pinned by Selena Vega this week.
5: Yeah. <laughs> in 50 it,
2: seconds. <laughs> and, oh, after being distracted like a fucking moron. Yeah. yeah. It never pays off in the end. It never makes sense. There is no plan. Like we mentioned, you, you saw Hit Row being called up. They're gone. Uh, Bronson Reed's getting tryouts on the main roster. He's gone. Like
5: all Cross. He and, getting called dude, up wearing the dude, NXT belt. Dude, you yes, know the Karrion
3: across all, all the different uh, gimmick changes in, yep. a, in a matter of weeks. Put him in a mask dude. like he's the fucking demolition guy.
4: They hoarded everybody when it was to their liking because they thought that it would hurt their their competitors in business then when they realized that they failed at being able to stop AW from becoming Look, a major and they got their ass whooped and they got their ass whooped they're like you know what we don't need to be paying you know The good brothers These $500,000 no, 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 no,
3: no No, no, no That figure is way wrong It was way more than that okay. They were making That's right. They were making Three They were making 750 Sean Shawn Michaels 19 prime, <laughs> prime Shawn Michaels money Don't you ever fucking forget That Shawn Michaels When he was a fucking WWE champion Was making $750,000 a year And that then that uh gallows and Anderson make that money. I will okay. always remember that fine. That's fine.
4: Okay. We don't need to pay all these people all this money. So all these top guys that aren't really making us money, fuck y'all. And all these guys that were at the bottom that we said, you know, just grab for the brass ring, you know. We're going to we're going to make you we're one gonna day We're going to do something with we're gonna you. We're going to do something with you. Oh, wait. AEW's like entirely overbloated and now there's no indies for you to work and now there's like no market. Fuck you. Go home. They suck, bro. And they've literally fired most of the industry that they're hoarding her for, like, five years. Fuck them.
2: Yeah, even Ben's just like, yeah, maybe, pal, we'll, we'll, we'll give them some more talent if they, they want
1: to <laughs> sign them more. Like, yeah, like, he said that. We'll give, him, <laughs> we'll, we'll, give,
2: we'll give them more. That's true.
5: He did say that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny, though, the the people that he picked, though, like, like Tony Khan's not picking everyone. Like, bro, not picking like, like Braun Strowman's not
3: he, there. You know who he's yeah. picking, right? The he's best pick, ones. He's <laughs> picking the same guys that Triple H picked. Right. <laughs> and yeah. then And then you look at and then you look back at it in, in retrospect and it's like, yo, like, I understand like the show. Ray Wyatt's not there. Right. Like you understand, like what you come to this point and you're like Meltzer mentioned this at one point in passing almost, like that like as Triple H lost power, that a part of it and then moving on to two was like a part of it was like a lot of people feel this way was that like Vince has secretly, like, sabotaged Triple H to kind of prove to himself that he is still the guy. And, like, you look at, like, there's people that Triple H push NXT at the top of the card while they're becoming a third traveling brand while, like, working literally out of doing, you know, um, one date of, like, four-hour TV in uh, full sale and then, like, going and then doing another and then, like, from there going to... Uh, a 15,000-seat arena and having people have some of the best crowd reactions in the history of WWE. And, like, you see that, and then you're just like, Vince, like, he's picking the biggest guy. He's picking the big guy yeah. with, with the <laughs> best physique. No, Regardless of whether or not they can get over out. So then, like, and then, like, Vince gets these guys that Triple, Triple H asks, when he asks Triple H for his best guys, and he sends Johnny Gargano, and he sends Tommaso Ciampa, and he sends Ricochet, and he sends for Black, and then, like, they come over there and, like, they they have nice crowd reactions in the match they have or whatever else in the time being. And then, like, Aleister Black comes over there and, like, he, there's nothing for Aleister Black and they fire Aleister Black. And then he shows up on uh, AEW and, like, he gets his ass over at, like, a level to where he could be potentially champion in the next year or so in um, four weeks in one match. is like, and then you see Andrade and, you know, and it's like, you tell me who has a better idea on what gets <laughs> over in 2021. Right? Given that like there are two there are two top bookers. There's Tony Khan, there's Vince McMahon. Um Mr. Man knows how to get knows knows what the stuff he gets over is stuff that like he kept he was able to get over twenty years ago as far as something that's a newer idea or whatever else, something that's um different from, from like the status quo of what Vince's canon of pro wrestling is. Like he hasn't been able to succeed in that way, but you look at Tony Khan and like he can get over uh, someone that looks like Darby Allin, someone that looks like Sammy Guevara, someone that looks like Jungle Boy, someone that looks like MJF, and you see Aleister Black gets there and he, he immediately comes in and he's a and he immediately like makes himself known and like nah this is one of the best in the world like don't let don't let Vince McMahon fool you into the into believing that the shit you saw in NXT did not happen like and it's just, like it's just and then to go from there is like, well, you know, you know, sh- you know, given like what Triple H has been through in his career and what got him to where he is, is like so much that is Sean is and like so of course he can't have some big stigma about fucking height and size, and then you see who he got who he got over NXT, and then you see them and end up in AEW and it's like, yeah, this is still Vince fucking this up.
4: It always has been.
2: It always has been. Well, on that note, WWE, man WWE, fire and 80 wrestlers, (sighs) wrestlers, get the the
4: fuck fuck out of here. here. Fuck you, Vince. All right, Uh, so Rich,
3: you're up now. Yeah, Rich.
2: All right. Second pick in the first round of the
4: FOH draft. (laughs) Okay, this might... Oh, my God. Yes, he (laughs) he added Wrestle Kingdom Night 3. This
1: this
4: (laughs) might be... I'm looking at the list. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) This might be a reach
5: right right here but i'm just going to get to it now
4: it's a reach but it's the first one you're picking
5: yeah, yeah
3: it's, a, it's a reach like <laughs> this is something, meaning this it is,
5: should go later
3: this is me this is me like this is something that's been burning his burning his soul of late. <laughs> so I, I i'm assuming i know what this is doesn't have anything to do with
4: kenny omega <laughs> adrenaline
2: <laughs>
5: it does
4: not i'm a soul,
2: soul.
5: Something, <laughs> something something cody, cody rose <laughs> So, Rich, go ahead. With the second pick in the first round of the FOA's draft, I've been, uh, you know, a little, you know, I'm conserved crying. so far. So far, Codyism. We see. We know you. We knew. Bring your was. ass to the stage. Sorry, Floyd. Sorry, Floyd. Sorry, Tiffany. Cody. Sorry, Brandy. Cody. Sorry, the dog. Sorry, Pharaoh <laughs> The dog. <laughs> Who else do we need? <laughs> Orn. Sorry, Arn. Uh, Dusty. Dusty. Sorry, Dusty. Dusty, Dustin, too sure he's yeah. a great person, great family man. Do not have to do the Stephen A. Smith? I'm sure he's a he's a phenomenal human
3: hey, being. You know who else does that? You, <laughs> know, you, know, you know who else does that? Brian Alvarez does that too for you. Yes. Mother. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure I'm, sure I'm sure he's a great person, but we finna, we finna we've been a the
1: grilled house. at ass <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, right, Cody, right, right, right.
3: bring it to
5: the stage. So, <laughs> all year. He looked over like he's over there or some shit. All year, Cody has been... Just in his own fucking world, all year Cody has contributed nothing on pay per view. All year Cody has been in these weird feuds from the whole thing dealing with Shaq. All right, fine. Works pretty pretty. Is that recent. his second?
1: Is
3: that his second best that match of be the year? That might be his
4: best thing of the year. That might, what, be, his sec-
3: it that might be. be his. That might be Like that might be his biggest success of the year. Yeah, absolutely. Then and when he got squashed by Alistair. He goes. Okay. And, yeah. 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 The top two. Top two. But he he's
5: not really involved like in the narrative of AEW. He keeps going no. away over and over.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Then he tries to cure racism in a promo. <laughs> oh God. Um. From there, his crowd reactions, I think, dipped off and were never the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm there in the building at Double or Nothing when Double or Nothing was the hottest crowd in America <laughs> this year. Um just everyone going nuts. Like, um I remember the second match of the night was the Bucks against Mox and Kingston. Like no one sat down the last ten minutes of the match. Uh Shit was crazy. Cody Rose comes out there and kills the crowd with Anthony gogo Go-Go. Mm-hmm. He's dressed like a fucking slave master. Uh, people keep telling me this Homelander shit. I've never seen that shit. He looks like a slave master. Get over it. Um, they're doing all this shit where, you know, he starts getting involved with uh, with Maokai Black. Of course, you know, he goes over a Go-Go, whatever. Um, the Maokai Black thing. He gets squashed in what I call a kind of a performative fashion. Like it's not like a
4: uh It was an incredible fashion.
3: Yeah, like he has ass beat. it's one of the best moments of the year. Like yeah. and quite frankly, that might be his but that might be which, easily his best match of the year. And unless, unless you know like why it's so frustrating watching this look, guy because which, he can go out there and get fucking squashed and killed and he's fucking incredible while doing it. And then like, what's the rest of this shit? Then even
5: that. It's a ripoff of the shit he did a year ago with Brody Lee. Yep. So he's got one idea here. Yep. He tries to fake retire out uh-huh. here, right? Yeah. No, Talk about you're, rich. You're, you're not going to fake retire. Then, of course, you know, that's like he starts getting those booze and, and, and it's, they're, they're chirping. We saw the reality show mm-hmm. around that time. And then he brings his ass to New York City,
4: <laughs> Queens. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
5: the home of Nazir Jones. <laughs> Mob D. Nicki Minaj. Hello, Cool J. Hello, Cool J. Run DMC. He comes to Queens, New York. You're from Hollis, yes. Whatever. But he brings his ass out there in front of 20,000 people, and then all of a sudden he gets misspit at him. He gets booed out the building. It rolled up too. It rolled up and makes. Uh, Malkai Black look less effective. Yep, pretty much. Then it starts spreading around the country, and I have to start like COVID. hearing. Yes. Oh my oh god.
3: My god. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh that, my god. That Omarion variant. Yes. <laughs> Then the
5: <laughs> we see this dude start getting all these bad reactions. And then it's uh-huh. like everyone starts the excuses. They start coming out and saying, oh, this is what we're looking for. Oh, Cody's working at a 4D level. He's so ahead. No, this man wants to get cheered, but he's getting rejected. It's bullshit. It's not what the company was built on. Um the character where it's like a uh, a John Cena. Roman Reigns type like we don't need that personally I think and also why would you why, why would you want it right like it's like this whole thing where he's getting booed and cheered mostly booed is sad when you compare it to 2019 when he yep. was actually over yep. right yep and the more he, like, has gone against the grain, I feel like it's gotten worse for him. But, but, the fuse have gotten more confusing when we're putting other people in the ring with him. We don't know how to react. Crowds are confused. Pa- matches are dying on pay-per-view. And all we have is this guy that I think has lowered his value, and it stems from taking himself out of the main event scene. Yep. And it's like you can't even... Like I don't know what his true value is to the company at this point. And every day I I, I think I'm like, man, what if Cody wasn't in AEW? Because when he's missing, you don't don't miss him. You don't miss him. Like you get shows like all out, you know. You get
1: you you get
2: lots
5: of the dynamites that, that were that were fire. Um, You get
2: shows without blade jobs and table spots and managers flying all over the place and
5: flaming tables. Right. And it's like, bro, like when I watch like Dynamite and I see Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson on the show, right? Uh And then they're trying to tell me Cody Rose is a top guy. What were these fucking guys in habit? Get the fuck out (laughs) of here. Like, I know. Like, like I've always seen it coming with Cody from 2018 Like, this is a thing that it's like he's not good enough as a wrestler to overcome whatever. He's trying to work his way through this thing, but we called it all in real time. We said he's blowing through way too many fucking angles. He's Mm -hmm. doing way too much blood, Mm -hmm. and everyone's going to get sick of it. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the rest of the elite smartly turned themselves heel ahead of time to get in front of any potential backlash and were able to out-wrestle any, like, type of shit like that.
3: And they were also, like, they also decided, like, we're going to get people over. We're going to go low and slow. To a certain extent, and then eventually it will be our time. Cody never got to a part where it was his time.
2: And they separated themselves from Cody also. That part, too.
3: (laughs)
1: Look.
3: look, It's real funny. I, I want the book. (laughs) <laughs> elitism, Codyism. You tell me. E- you know, we talk about like Baba, Anoki. <laughs> like, literally, they're diverse inside the same promotion. Let me just say
4: this is not something I would normally say on a regular podcast, but it is FOH, and I am five drinks deep. I can co sign everything James just said because I know people in the company, and I'm telling you that there's a fucking rift between elitism. And then Codyism, and that's by design. <laughs> there, there are two AEWs. <laughs> there is heat. And that's a real fucking thing. Like
5: and, and, oh, and I feel man. like we 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 got a glimpse of when Cody had like those four or five main events, the uh, you know, end of the of this year. We got uh-huh. a glimpse into seeing what AEW looks like with Cody Rhodes near the main event. And I said it on One Nation Radio. If AEW is built around Cody Rhodes, it will die.
3: Yep. Mm. Yeah, man. Or y'all's. Yeah, so I don't know if y'all, y'all got y'all got something on this because I do. Bro,
4: Cody's fucking sorry. He fucking (laughs) sucks. (laughs) Like he sucks. It's all smoke and mirrors. (laughs) And here's the thing: sometimes he's great. But most of the time when he's great, he's stealing shit that his dad did in the 80s or some other better worker than him did in the 80s or some other (laughs) fucking shit. And he's running out of ideas. And like this man can't stay hot enough to like stay in the company. He's got to go away and reinvigorate or reinvent himself. And like he's literally trying to do the same grift that the Young Bucks did with BTE, but do it on TNT with his own like reality show and like work reality into a shoot and like he's trying to be Pillman and like '97 he's not sure if he's like working the boys or if he's working the fans or if working, he's working himself. himself. Like he started working to a shoot, Hulk Hogan brother. Like bro, Cody fucking sucks, and sometimes he's awesome, but most of the time he, he... fucking sucks. And this company doesn't need it. This is yeah. like, this is going. To... <laughs> the the name, the name of the promotion is all.
2: Elite this, wrestling. This is
3: gonna make second Josh so happy. <laughs> it really is.
2: AEW from day one, the foundation has been built on guys like Kenny Omega. The young bucks, the Lucha Brothers, Sammy Guevara, guy that can go out there and wrestle and have great matches. Cody can't do that. Even,
1: <laughs> oh my god, can't do
2: that. Even, even we've seen Cody. We've been in the building live for Cody versus Kenny Omega, one of the greatest professional wrestlers on God's green earth, and they couldn't have. A classic matchup. There's a problem here, and it's not Kenny Omega. It's not the Young Bucks. It's Cody Rhodes. And you look at the history of what he's done. Yeah, you know, some people that they want to throw up a dusted match. Oh, that was five star. That was great. So emotional. Oh, I need my older brother. All that crap. Nah, that Well, that's. Oh, what has he done since that? <laughs> it's real
1: dry. <laughs>
2: uh, uh,
4: uh, he dropped to Brody Lee, and then he dropped to Malachi Black. And uh, he jumped he, off the he cage. Job, he <laughs> jobbed jumped jumped MJF. Cage. He
3: jobbed Jericho. He, he, is, he did, did a lot of jobs on, <laughs> a, like in big Good. matches. Not, oh, not a real, real
4: jobs. He's so fucking giving. He, he,
3: he,
2: he's a <laughs> WWE wrestler trying to make it in AEW. He's living off <laughs> moments. <laughs> I'm gonna throw myself off a cage. I'm gonna put he, myself he, through he, a flaming table. He is a I'm, I'm gonna create he is. these moments where the substance of his matches. There's nothing there. Like
3: no. there's always so something he's else the going on. Master of smoke and mirrors. Uh, okay, so for me, the part that is so frustrating about Cody is I believe that he is now at a part where he is not a point in the way that he wrestles where he is actually is a very good wrestler that is so stuck in his head and is so stuck in uh the nonsense that he used to do and the crush that he used to rely on to get a match over because he wasn't as good that he is now like still reverting to that. And it it's more, and now for me, it's even more frustrating. Like we talked about that uh, Malachi black squash that he did. You watch that match. You watch the storytelling in that match. You watch like Cody, this, this territory, you want to be motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you watch him, Literally like because he's so desperate um because Malachi's all over him. He throws forearms instead of punches. You know, right? Like this is this is a Randy Orton. This is a this is a dude that is from the Randy Orton camp. Like that it, just perfect punches, right? Straight could have been in Memphis, right? He's throwing forearms to survive. And then that man gets squashed in um in that way and you're just like, this dude like for a short period of time, maybe not long, whatever else, this dude is an incredible storyteller when he has his game. When he's not caught up in the gimmicks and bullshit, and the part that's so frustrating is he—he f- he still feels like he's this insecure. When I watch him; I'm like, he's this insecure person that still thinks he has to rely on this stuff, and he's not still good enough. And that, and that's the part that's so frustrating. Watching all of this is like, yo, you don't have to do that. You look—you just did in like five minutes with, Mal- with Malachi Black. You look at what you just did in the first uh, or in the second match of Malachi Black until the bullshit started happening in that match. It's like, just fucking wrestle. It's okay to just be wrestling for now. Like, you are a great fucking promo. You're one of the best promos in the fucking industry. You're proven that. Talk, Talk from your heart. Get the bullshit out. We have stop to be cut- careful when we say that. Talk to your heart with
5: Because he oh might try to end right. racism,
3: James. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I will say this, though. While while I feel like um, and I feel like, just flat out, fundamentally, the stuff that he said is fucking ridiculous. And you can pull up the audio. And when I went literally line through line for that, uh, that promo, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? At least I feel like he believes it. So I so I can... I'm not going to go into it right now. I did my piece on that at the time. You can go through the archives and pull it up when I when I fucking ev- eviscerated uh, that promo at the time. Of the go, oh, we're talking about a go-go. So, but... For me, like, we have, for some reason, like, diverted so far from what he was at the end of 2019, where, yep. like, he was, like, the hottest baby face in the industry. He was. And, like, I understand, like, wanting to be giving, but in wanting to... And maybe he even thinks that, like... If I give so much, then like people will respect me so much because like I will, it's almost like a, a weird version of the martyr booking, but he's not he's not losing over and over and over again, or at least in all the time as opposed to the big matches against top guys, um, which he fucking does all the time. But um, it's just frustrating to see how like this how this has came, and it's like this is a person like I he's a person I find to be like for the most part. In a wrestling ring or in a rust promotion, I find to like enjoy the stuff that he that the stuff that he um, does, and I I enjoy like the kind of enthusiasm he brings to wanting to do wrestling in a way that like pays um, respect, not necessarily a full uh, cover to stuff his dad did or whatever, but also like but be in the spirit of it. And I appreciate that stuff, but. At the same time, you also got to find your own path, and this path that he is going down is like has been too much of, oh, in a complete like opposite of what the promotion is and the stuff that is hiding the promotion. Like, like you can't tell me that like CM Punk and and Danielson, I almost called him uh, Bryanson, Bryan Danielson, <laughs> like <laughs> Byron. <laughs> Like, you can't tell me, like, they came here after they already know this dude, and then they watched this promotion and watched it, and then they see what everybody else is doing and what he's doing, and then, like, they come and do what they do, and they're like, and then they see what he's doing, and they're like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, Yangson come came in and said, hey, I just feel like being the best fucking wrestler in the world. Yeah, like, I haven't been able to really do that in like a decade. Yeah. So I'm just going to come out here and be the best <laughs> wrestler in the world. I just want to kick people's heads and in. Everything, right. Everything you're and saying he's fucking would-, awesome.
4: would require genius. It would require originality. It would require, mm. you know, the things he I, just I don't see many know. people lining up to come work with Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I, <sighs> I, I think on that note, we should just say. Yeah.
3: I, I, yeah, I can't really speak out of it. So, yeah. Cody Cody Rose. Rose. Cody Rose is 2021. Cody, fuck out of here! Out of here! here.
1: here.
3: All right. So now
2: on to the third pick in the first round, young boy. What you got for us?
4: You know, I'd hate to be so on brand, but I think I gotta be on brand
1: here.
4: (laughs) And uh, for the third pick of the first round of the fuck out of here draft, I am picking the IWGP. Mm. Belt lineage. Mm. Speak speak on it, brother. Okay, January 5th, 2020, Tetsuya Naito beats Kazushiko Okada in the Tokyo Dome in front of of one of the last full, like, free, like, allowed-to-cheer crowds up until today's current date, and who knows in Uh the future when that's going to happen again in Japan. Because since then, we've been, you know, COVID, clap crowds, Everything, you know, and um, just pray you don't go to a soccer for a big show. And when that happened, he won both the IWGP title as well as the IWGP intercontinental title. And then a year later, in some change, they decided. You know it would be a great idea if we decided that this white belt that has all this important prestige and lineage, and this black belt that has all this important prestige and lineage going back to 1983 or 88, depending on what you uh, ascribe to, they can get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> we're gonna Bennett.
4: we're gonna combine this shit. We're gonna make Kota Ibushi the first ever IWGP quote unquote world title because we've never had a real world title in the history of New Japan before so at that point they were saying you know Hulk Hogan Antonio Noki Tatsumi Fujinami Big Van Vader Hashimikov Ricky Choshu you know fucking Great Muda Shinya Hashimoto Kijimuto Takada Suzaki, Chono Norton Tenru, Suzaki, like Fujita Yasuda Takada Takada takiyama Tenzin, Nakamura, <laughs> t- you know, Bob Sap, the fucking draw Kojima and Brock Lesnar and Hiroshi Tanahashi and Nagata and Nakanishi and Togi Makabe and Okada, AJ Styles, Tetsuya Naito, Kenny Omega, Jay White evil the motherfucker Dakota Ibushi (laughs) all these motherfuckers can get screwed the only title that matters is this world title everything that happened before that shit doesn't matter anymore bro do you know how fucked up this company has been ever since they abandoned what was literally probably along with the WWE championship title the most prestigious lineage in history in the like in the history of wrestling yeah Literally from like 2012 to like 2020, the title that was the preeminent Bro, title that was like... I felt
5: like that shit was on like it another was, fucking level. It was
4: on a pedestal. It was on this level with all these matches with like
3: Naito and Okada and Tanahashi and Omega. It, it, it's not just like the great title matches and the great talent. It was also like this this lineage, this history was carried, was was being fought for for the next person to claim it in front of some of the best wrestling crowds I've ever heard in my life. So oh, my just, God. You can continue, Josh. I just want to point that out part
4: No, to, no, no. It's too. absolutely true. And, like, the thing is, it's like, sure, have there been other titles that mattered, like the Triple Crown title, mm-hmm. the NWA title, and mm-hmm. the WCW title? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all there. But, like most of those titles had to go like either like went down or by the wayside because companies closed or they had to like consolidate business. It was never that the company decided, you know, fuck this lineage.
3: Yeah. Fuck
4: everything we built for the last 50 years. Let's just fucking screw it and decide to just belt, you know, not to, not to mention the white belt that Nakamura built off the back of his like sweat and brow before he like turned in his hall of fame career and went to WWE you know, like it's just, I—it's the most unimaginable thing, and like I haven't spent a lot of time in a while because at this point I've come to a point of like a acceptance where it's like, all right, they've—they've they've come to the point where like they decided to merge these things. They made it a world title. I just need to learn to live with it. Mm-hmm. But like now I'm like rehashing the trauma.
2: You know why? <laughs> yeah. Because Okada brought back the uh, version four title, yeah,
4: yeah and yeah, they're, they're yeah, probably yeah. going
3: to retcon this right. shit at Wrestle yeah. Kingdom. Yeah, they're yeah and
4: retcon it, this shit yeah. in a few days. It's one
3: thing it's one thing where it's like y'all make a crazy decision. Another one when like your ace is like, this fuck, this was fucking stupid. Why do we ever do this? Now, like, is the company fine? Sure,
4: maybe. I don't know. Like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Have they had some great titles for this? New, I don't know. For this new world title, you know they, they, have. It's, they have. They have. They have. But like you know, Okada. Like I don't know. It's like Okada's never been a world champion before. That shit can get the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> right. I don't know, man. Like
3: I, I, I'm like I'm sorry. I could have swore I saw that guy in, live in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. The fuck. Yeah. So like. <sighs> I don't
4: know.
5: Also, um, there's another part to this that I I don't think, I don't know if you're going to get to it yet. Take it. Ibushi? Yes. Ibushi comes into this. And then I think how people reacted to Ibushi with it. Here's a message. Wrestling isn't fucking real. <laughs> Kota Ibushi did not make the decision to do this. Right. <laughs> you yeah.
3: fucking imbeciles. Yeah. Yeah, Ibushi, this. Ibushi uh, this really hurt Ibushi's year, obviously. Like, he's had a horrible year given, like, what's happened with him health-wise. But, like, as far as kfa was, like, the part where they made him the mascot to, like, say, like, we want to change all this, like, the best lineage and, in, in, um, in, like, just general of the world for major professional wrestling, like... That did not help him at all. And it was like, why are y'all doing this to him? Y'all don't understand this is hurt. This is not helping him at any way, shape, or form. Why would you you send him to a lifetime contract and then put this upon him?
4: Okay, I agree with you guys. I want to keep it brief. I got two last points to make. Number one, if you did want to do this, you wanted to merge the white and the black belt and move on, that's fine. But why the fuck did you need to decide that this new world title that you have does not share lineage With the title that you built since 1983. Right. Makes no sense whatsoever. Second point, if you're going to introduce a new world title with a new belt, maybe you should work to work with the designer to make sure that that shit is much better than the actual design (laughs) of the belt that everyone has decided to love since 2012 or 2011 or whenever they decided to introduce that shit. Bro, this shit has literally hurt and damaged the brand and the popularity of New Japan, not just in the West but worldwide. And there's Google search images or uh, Google trends to like prove this. There's, you know, um, New Japan World subscriptions to prove this. There's just general overall malaise malaise over this product. And this isn't this isn't the only thing, but sure doesn't help when people don't care about the fucking prize that's the top title in the company. Fuck okay, it, you guys can take it.
2: Yeah, when you have the the ace, because Okada saying, you know, I, I really don't care to win <laughs> that, 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 that world heavyweight <laughs> title. <laughs> uh, I, I not He's like, I I haven't, I haven't watched any of the champions matches. Like, uh, I, I, I get it. Yes, his promos, and s- you're not lying. Right, he said this shit. Right,
3: it's, it's also part of Okada like I, his gimmick. Of being I a get buffy. it. And it's like, part, it's
2: part of his character. He's kind of a douchebag. He's arrogant but at the same time look, look at the booking would you ever in history ha- want your top guy to bury the new prize that you're trying to get over you would Could, you would want everybody clawing after that thing
3: like i i just couldn't imagine if like we go, we fast forward to like 4 years from now and then like utami is like yeah like they made a black belt like, I don't really give a fuck about it, but, like, I, <laughs> I, I won the Grand Prix, but I'll come after and go get it anyway because, like, that is now the top title. Like, I feel like it was better when, like, it was the red fucking belt, and, like, it was also the history of, like, the, it was also, like, the spiritual successor successor from, like, the bridge from the last All Japan Women's Champion, <laughs> like, Nana Takahashi too, the first Red Belt Champion, Nana Takahashi, and then we carry it through, but whatever. It's black now, so I'll go after it. So, like, it's it's, like... Yo, like, you mean to tell me, like, you had this history of the goat that traces from from Okada or Jay White or or whatever else to, like, they can go to Muda or whatever else, and you were like, nah, we don't want that. Even though everybody wanted it. Nobody said get rid of this.
5: Who made this decision? What was the research? <laughs> it it makes it, no
2: damn sense. It,
3: and, like, granted, it's just a belt, it's a prop, whatever, Um. Obviously, but, the, obviously, the marks care more about about that than the actual wrestlers or whatever else. Fine, but the thing is this: if the marks care about it, and the marks are the ones that are p- putting their putting their uh, their hands to their pocket to pull out their debit card, or their money for this thing, Hey, take their marks fucking money. What are you doing? I thought I was pro wrestling. Take the marks money. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, because when it's time, like you know, if you treat the shit like it's important. When it's time to pull the con, like you'll always have that importance right. that right. you treated it with.
3: You can always just like we talked about. Like there have been plenty of times where obviously, like the 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 person or the people are bigger than belts at, at a given time, and they main event over the belt or whatever else. But if you put that much stock into it in the way that New Japan had over over decades. Like you can get that con over. Like, why do you think people are get still to this day get so upset over Jinder Mahal being the 50th WWE champion? Yeah, like there's a reason for that. Like, they grew up watching this thing. They were, and this was the top prize. This was Stone Cold Steve Austin's belt. This is Bret Hart's fucking belt, and then yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And then the go or this is Hulk Hogan's fucking belt, and to go from that to like
2: the Maharaja.
3: <laughs> and, and people were people were furious about it because like this was something that you built equity in. Like don't once you build equity in something that people that belt ain't never in, been the same. don't get rid of it. Don't throw it away. Don't discard it. Is it, like that's poor storytelling. Like at the end of the day. A lot of these wrestlers these days, a lot of the bookers these days, consider themselves to be artists and consider themselves to be telling stories and tell themselves to be um, uh, some type of live actors, whatever you or stage actors, whatever you want to call it, whatever else. Don't do things to make their jobs harder. Don't do things to make like your like the people that you're telling you're going to deploy. Don't make their jobs harder. This all sucked. And, like in, to be quite frankly, like. Is this the number one problem in New Japan? No, Togoism is. But this is this is like all while this era is happening, this also happens. Like I'm sure this all falls in line with what's going on over there. So yeah, like for me, like uh, it was really it was really upsetting. It was really upsetting. When you say people
4: are upset about Jinder Mahal, I think you mean me.
3: <laughs> I mean I think everybody is Everybody is stable <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. A lot more People aren't listening If you're listening to this show And you are not You weren't upset About the Jim Hall thing Then like I don't you know what, what the You the fuck
5: You <laughs> have been drafted
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes,
5: So yeah. the IWGP belt lineage You can get The, the
1: fuck, fuck Out, out of here. here
5: I mean that's what New Japan said But
3: It's <laughs> on yeah. like, like, you Like, like Gato yeah. and them You can get the fuck Out of yes. here
2: all right, so in the last pick of the first round, we're, we're gonna keep it New Japan centric. Gonna stay on. Oh, shit, on brand. I've been waiting for this. So my draft pick, I am selecting Togoism. Yes,
5: sir. Dick
2: Togo, Comes bring to your ass to the stage,
5: <laughs>
2: oh <my God. laughs> bro. We we ended or you know the the beginning of covid before covid happened new japan was on a hot streak we we're doing double domes we we're doing big business selling out osaka joe hall we had hot angles we we had john moxley facing Suzuki, getting ready to face <laughs> Zack sabre junior we had all the hotness going on in new japan think Co- and Kinta. yeah Naito and kenta it wasn't the great match but they, they sold the building they out the building. it was a hot it sold the building it sold the building it was a hot feud but hey it was wasn't a great match with hot
4: feud. We're, we're he cook- did a blade job before AEW was doing <laughs>
1: blade jobs.
2: <laughs> it, dude, New Japan, we were cooking, man. Then then the, the the pandemic hits, and they they get the brilliant idea that we, we need to put the belt on evil. We need we need, the
5: we, we need we
2: need to beat Tetsuya Naito after we just gave him his finally gave him his moment at the dome, but it's with you, evil man. Watanabe. But then the reports start coming out, and we, f- we figure out who's the guy that's gaining influence, Who's the guy that's been the little gnat little in Gato's ear, Dick Togo. He wasn't just a manager. He has now gained influence in the booking room in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and we are seeing his fingerprints all up and down the card, and it is ruining one of the best in-ring promotions going today in the world because for whatever reason, Gato feels like he must have lost a though a, a, a and they're, they're, they're homeboys and he feels like he owes them something so he's get, getting all this influence and getting all these ideas and we continue to see this push of evil. Sure, he hasn't been in the main event lately, but we're seeing this whole tokenism play out. They haven't recovered from that.
5: Yeah, it's like it's a constant threat. Like he's he can always come back at any moment. Because it why? It. Because yep. he's been
3: champion before,
5: and, and
2: we're seeing now. We just had two uh, tournament finals with Togoism written all yep. over it. Yep. The freaking House of Torture. Evil and Yujiro. First of all, out of all the freaking teams in that tournament, <laughs> why the hell would you put Evil and Yujiro? Shit, you, you could have put Kojima and Tenza in the finals. I would have run them yeah. against Toto yeah. Yoshihashi versus freaking Evil and Yujiro. Bro, you could
4: have put, like, fucking Togi Makabe and, like...
1: And Honma. And
2: <laughs> Dude, you could have put Tiger Mask and Nagata in <laughs> the finals, bro. It would have been better. But no, they had to go with evil. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. They
2: they had to go with evil and neutral. And and you get the whole interference, Dick Togo's interference running in. Uh, the whole interference and then he had Ishii saving the day and it's like alright you mucked up one tournament final with Togoism then you go to the best of super junior finals which is supposed to be one of the best tournaments one of the best highlights of junior wrestling across the world mm-hmm. and you already have a God, bum like yo it. in the damn final <laughs> against Haramu we knew from oh, day oh one God. we already know we already know you ain't playing no damn yo <laughs> in, in a main event for the junior I, I, title at do the
1: Dome. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> you already have
2: this match. We know what's gonna happen. You have show come out, hit both opponents, trying to cause a double disqualification, no contest, so that there will be no winner of the tournament, which makes absolutely no sense. Why the hell do you want to do this? Togoism. You took a
1: hot. Face. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> you took a hot. Toguism. You took a hot.
1: What's <laughs> reason? <face. laughs>
2: you took a hot baby face and show he was gonna be the next breakout star in yep. the junior division. He was having bangs with Chingo, yes. bangs with Haramu, yes. bangs with Eagles Ishimori. This yes. man was on the rise. What yes. do you do? Oh you turn him. Not no more. You turn him <laughs> heel. He's doing these goofy ass faces. He's doing. He's choking people. He's doing low blows he's doing all this cheating for what where's this gonna get show now he's no longer a top prospect he had one of his worst tournaments in years it's horrible he ruined the finals he's ruining his career dick togo's ruined new japan people want to throw him flowers because of uh, wrestle kingdom night three we'll get to that in a second yeah oh my uh, god show, this man... Are we even drafting? <laughs> bad, like... Like, this topics. Like, as the more and more new stories come out, and the more and more Dick Togo's influences are over stuff, you can see his handprints, you can see exactly what he's doing, the more the cheating, the heat... And not only is he trying to get heat, the fans can't even cheer or boo. So you're, you're having heat, and they're just kind of lightly clapping,
3: because, like, we don't really want to cheer for this, but... And, and for the viewers, and this has been going on for over a year, and for the viewers watching, like, as people are doing this stuff... Because of these media reactions, we don't really know that much of how to feel when it comes to our emotions for that. Because normally, like, when we see somebody be a fuck nigga, like we see the crowd boo them or, or just like be an uproar, and we don't get that. And like New Japan were New Japan, in my opinion, always had the best crowds, even when AEW was run, because like it was pure. I'm not we're not hearing my, We're not <laughs> we're not hearing motherfuckers chant this is awesome or fight forever. <laughs> it's motherfuckers being hot as fuck. Or at the top of it, or being fucking furious. Yeah. Like, so like that's
4: Bob why, Backlund so, so, in '81.
3: So that's the reason why it's like that's the reason why I love their, those their crowds and like they get no crowd reaction from, in my opinion, some of the best classic or reminds me of classic crowds reactions. And like we don't get any of that, and then they do these things, and you're just like we don't feel that from the crowd, so like, does it even exist? Am I even want to watch it even happen. You know what I'm saying? And like, and you gotta kind of, like, take it at, at like, alright, well, it was well done, but I don't know how it's gonna work, and then like, you see these returns at these shows, and then like, there's another part of Togoism like, that goes on, doesn't help it, is like, they have to do more shows now to make to recoup off the fact that they can't, like, fill these arenas, and it's like, you get these watered down cars, and then you're looking you look in the ears, like, what, what, show, what company, what promotion in pro wrestling in 2021 had the best in-ring product? It's still New Japan by a wide margin, but then you're like, well, what did you feel? And what, did people, what people were people talking about? And it's like, not New Japan. And yeah. It's like that's
2: true because for it for sucks. for every Osprey vs. Shingo, you had Dick Togo choking somebody out for Gorot wire. <laughs> yes. For every Shingo vs. Tanahashi, you had Dick Togo pulling the referee out before the three count. For every you know big match you had, for every Ishi match you had this year,
3: yeah, for every, Dick Togo dressing like dress, dressing in a fucking bushi mask.
2: Yes, for for every Hiromu match you had this year, you had Dick Togo doing some bullshit, and that's all people want to talk about.
4: It's not just him; it's Ujiro. It's show, it's yep. show, it's the
3: They give them a fucking unit to it's a, collection of, it's a collection of motherfuckers that suck. And <laughs> that, I don't mean that, suck because they that can't man, wrestle. That, that, it sucks because they are trying to... They're trying to make the matches worse. They're trying to do less wrestling. That man
2: was lobbying to make Evil a champion again this summer. Luckily, oh luckily Shingo fought back. and Luckily, Gato listened to Shingo and, and went with his original book and oh kept, kept the belt on Shingo. Can you oh imagine that shit? Evil going into the dome again with the, the freaking oh title. Fuck. Gato, hey.
5: Gato, look me in the eye. <laughs> He's look, not here. Look me in the eye, Gato.
4: He's not listening. <laughs> Stop listening to Dick Togo. Just because he worked with this dude in the ECW arena in
1: 1997
4: (laughs) doesn't mean you have to take his advice anymore. Like, what the fuck? Dude, in 2018, we had Hangman Page, you know, Nick and uh, fucking whatever, Matt Jackson and, you know, Kenny Omega and Cody and all those motherfuckers. We had the Elite. This year we've got Evil <laughs> Show hey, Dick Togo. Dick Togo is not the same. Hey,
5: you know they they were so tired of the elite.
4: Yeah,
3: the elite they,
4: they, they were just ruining
3: their They North were Japan, so tired. just
5: just selling out buildings, you know. There's also just,
3: there's also this part, right? There's also this part, right? The Togoism has to have affected like their relationship with all these guys too. Oh, it absolutely oh, has. Oh yeah. Listen,
4: you know there was recently like uh, a Reddit post about how like voices of wrestling are giving all this fake like information. Where do you think they're getting this information? They're talking the English speakers in the, the Japan, English speakers a lot in New Japan, and guess who they're fucking pissed at? Dick fucking Togo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do you think that's coming from, dude? Like, listen. At the end of the day, um, we cover this product, and we love New Japan, and we love the in ring style, we love the product, but like. I'm so fucking sick and tired of rep bumps. I'm so sick and tired of... Grote wires. Grote wires. Rep pulls. Rep pulls.
2: And... Interference. Interference. Pulling the the damn turnbuckle pad off. The
4: exposed turnbuckle. And all this shit. Throwing somebody into the, the timekeeper. And you know, recently we were on the podcast and... Jeremy, you were kind of retorting me playing devil's advocate as we will with one another. And I was like, you know, this fucking sucks. And you're like, it's just World Tag League. And I was like, yeah, it's just World Tag League. And it's just a Super Juniors. And it's just a G1. <laughs>
1: Design,
3: it
4: is and it's just it, another.
3: It is the whole entire fucking
4: year. And it's just <laughs> IWGP title, and it's just a double gold dash, and it's just another double gold dash, and it's just the, the whole fucking company at this point. Yeah. You know, you know, at this point, like fuck Dick Togo, fuck his interference and like all his like um, influence. It's you know, it's Memphis in 1981, and that had its time ooh, and its place, ooh. but that shit's done. Mm. Fuck that shit. We want, we want. Kenny Omega versus Okada. We want, we, we want more Shingo
2: Osprey, Shingo Tanahashi, yeah. Ishii and Shingo, Shingo and Saber. That's what we want.
4: I liked this company when it was a continuation of King's Road as opposed to a continuation of like Jerry Lawler and. You know, Jerry Jarrett, nineteen. Are they gonna do an empty arena match next? Yeah, they might. As they, well, look, they've already look, done a they, lot of those. They're
5: kind of doing that already. <laughs> <laughs> look, they they gonna do it. They gonna fuck around and not
3: draw and be doing that shit. <laughs> they kind of have it, and, and, and that's the part that's so like re, like shocking to me is like this has always been a live attendance promotion. Like this is not to get the, hate, brother. This is not WWE. Like, we're like, they have their TV deal and they've already got that so they can rest on their laurels or whatever else. And, like, you know, hopefully they're, they're, um, they cannot fuck it up so bad that, like, they can still stay in the same places they were so they can then get more money later on as um, the money escalates or whatever else. Like, they have always been a live gate attendance company and, to see how they have been so... Like, I think, honestly, like, maybe Dominion 2000... Uh, what was it, Jericho? 19. Okada. 19. 19? Like, maybe that Like maybe that was the, the first... That was the turning point. That was the turning point where you look... Or the tipping point where you're like, yo, like, we didn't, like, in like, uh, one of the two biggest shows of the year with this gigantic, like, great, you know, moment. It was like, oh... This is a this get heat for somebody else, set up something. And like, granted, we got the tanashi thing and like that was a great match, Tanashi and Jericho, whatever else. But it's like that's a little different where like the, like you get a new Japan crowd at the end of the night, like they're not like ecstatic or happy or you know, tearful of the, dude, tears of joy. Like they're upset. And then like yeah. you get into the and then you get into Togwill comes in and then like like I will never forget like this this buff motherfucker. In <laughs> in this L.I.J. Uh, baseball uh, jersey, like, looking nothing resembling uh, Bushi except for a Bushi mask. And then, like, Naito still there looking like a fucking moron. Like, he doesn't realize it. Like, oh, I guess Bushi must have gained 30 pounds. The last fucking 15 fucking minutes ago. And, like, you look at that, and they made him the champion. And they made Evil the champion, and they started this whole run. And it's like, yo, like, this... It didn't kill the promotion, but it fucking wounded it's, it very it's, badly, it's, it's and been, they have not healed. Direction. And they have not healed. It has yeah. been
5: shot in the leg, dude.
4: Here's yes, the thing: we're
5: limping right now.
4: Is new like we talk about New Japan being sports centric and all that, and it definitely is. But like, is it like 1980s, 1970s world sport? No. Is it like 1990s? You know, UWFi and uh, <laughs> no. rings and all that? No. <laughs> Has this company always had a place for factions and for interference and all that? There's time and a place, yes. Especially with the Bullet Club history. But, especially yeah. with that. But never in a G1 finals. Never in a IWGP major title match. Super Junior never finals. Never in a Super world Junior Tag League finals. finals. And right. they're, they're fucking up shit that we really care about and that people have been attracted to and that has literally caused this company to have record banner years and growth. here over year, over year, over year, and now
3: shit's kind of fucking screwed, you know. So, perfect example of that, right? Before Togo gets there, what was Abushi's first G one? Was that two thousand eighteen or 19?
4: Yeah, nineteen? Yeah, yeah, he beat uh, 19. Jay White in yeah. twenty nineteen and It was
3: my All right. my match I, of I the remember, year. I remember in nineteen eighteen, he was in a final with the Tanahashi and he lost. Right, right. Nineteen, he gets there with just Jay White. All the bullet clubs out there on the front, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, it's just a matter of time for we go out and cheat." What the red shoes do? All, all, <coughs> oh, all twenty everybody. of you, all twenty <laughs> you, motherfuckers, get the fuck out of here! I know you finna cheat. This is bullshit. This is New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm not putting up with that bullshit. I'm not finna. I'm not finna deal with that. All y'all motherfuckers, go to the back, get the fuck out of here. And what did J. White and the Ibushi do? Went out there had one of the best matches of all time, right? Yeah. So. I'm glad someone now, else said it, it's time for me. Now! Now! Keep in mind, like, that's the only, that's, that, to be honest with you, that's the only Ibushi, uh, uh, um, J-White match that, like, I truly love. Like, because, like, the stakes of it. Like, you look at the one they had, that that's, that, that losers, that, that um... What, uh, the console, that consolation that, match bitch, That was sucked That one Because they didn't have The stakes of it Of like oh my god What's going to happen here Right? And people capped Like it right. was
4: good And it right. fucking sucks
3: Right So like And you look at The, the, the one they had at The end of uh The uh, the second night of Wrestle uh, Kingdom this year Where it was like It was just like You know is going to win But like you clearly Don't want him to spoil This shit So that's why the crowd Was into it Even with the clap crowd So like it's clearly The, the, the stakes involved When it comes to Jay White But anyway You get to now And it's like he can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, same red shoes we've seen for for half a decade. Nah, All of a sudden he, can't, go, he go, can't figure it out. Barbed <laughs> wire, ref bump. The, the pad comes down. He's trying same his fucking best things, time and time and time time. time and it's like, yo, like the purpose of heat is to build towards payoffs, and they have lost sight of that. And like, it is a it is a very thin line. And given how many shows they do. Is a very thin line before you end up going over the edge, and they've gone over the edge, and they need to reel that back. in, like, like, this like I always talk about every every single month, right? When we do like the the preview, how long we go? Whether we go for five minutes, whether we go for forty five minutes, when we have Tanya on for uh, for WWE, it only takes one or two things to to up, pull your head out of your ass and fix this for uh, for WWE. This, man. same thing. Same thing applies for. It's even, it's even easier for for, for Ghetto and New Japan. Remember who the fuck you were. Yeah. Remember who the fuck you were. Like,
4: Just understand,
3: ago, understand the, the, uh, these matchups aren't as fresh as they were, but you fix some of this stuff up, you get some of this heat out of here, you listen to your top guys like Hiromu when he says, get this shit out of here. Right. Um, and, but instead, like, the is no because you don't listen to fucking Dick Kogo as opposed to the most over-fucking junior since Houston Thunder Liger. This is how you end up in this situation.
2: Unbelievable. And, and the one last point I'll make is you look at New Japan Strong, look at the American product you don't oh, you don't see better. any of that. We don't see yes. any low blows. You don't see any ref pulling. You don't see any of that crap. You see gr- great professional wrestling every Saturday night on New Japan World, and it's awesome.
4: And it's on the cerulean blue.
2: Yes, Shinheon ProRes. <laughs> ProRes. So on that note, Dick Togo, you can get, get the, the fuck out of here, here. forever.
1: Yes, <laughs> forever. <laughs>
2: All right, so round one is done. We're gonna snake back the other way. So that means I have the first pick. Oh shit! In I didn't know we we're
4: doing it that way.
2: Yeah, so we did last year. We yeah. did. We had snake. I um, forget
4: every year though.
2: <laughs> so uh, for my, you
4: can't choose Codyism.
2: It's I, I, I know we we <laughs> we
4: we, we buried him.
2: <laughs> we have successfully cooked Cody. Uh, my uh, for, so the first pick in the second round uh, NXT. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with NXT 2.0. Why,
3: Bring that ass here, why, partner. Why didn't you save it for Jar- for James? <laughs> I'm glad he got to that because there's, there's, there's other stuff to get to. That doesn't mean the game has came out way because there's plenty of stuff I, I want to get to. So, yeah. Go ahead, yeah, oh let, my, let's God. talk
2: about NXT 2.0. So, we NXT black and gold went out there, embarrassed themselves, uh, lost to AEW, and just went down and, and just in flames. And so, what do we got to do instead of trying to fix what was great about NXT in the beginning? Let's scrap it, let's go back to the FCW model, do the, the deep south model. The ba- Ohio Valley Wrestling Model. We're gonna break it down. Heartland
3: Wrestling yes.
2: Association. <laughs> <it down>. USWA. <laughs> We're gonna get rid of all the good workers.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're
2: gonna get rid of all the good workers. We're gonna bring in all these green guys, these green muscled up guys. We're gonna get rid of the black and gold. We're gonna throw this uh, paint splatter rainbow. Primary colors. And that we're gonna bring in all these gimmicks. We're gonna bring in a, a poker player who can't play poker. We're gonna bring in a gym, uh, Olympic gymnast who's a, a daddy's girl. We're gonna bring in some hillbillies. We're gonna bring in the son of Rick Steiner, but we're not gonna call him a Steiner. We're gonna call him Braun Breaker. He'll
3: be he'll be a Steiner in everything but name. Yeah, We're,
2: we're going to bring back Mandy Rose and we're going to give her her own faction called Toxic Attraction. And push her
3: like she's they're Hogan. Go,
2: they're going to wear less and less clothes every week and draw older and older men instead yes. of younger. Yes. They did all this. Fun. We're going to bring Wale. We're going to do a Wale rap song. So that's going to bring. That's going to skyrocket the ratings. They did all this stuff to uh, change NXT and make it more of, you know, what Vincent Pritchard's vision. And the ratings have not gone up. The demo has They're, not gone up.
3: <laughs> they've gone down.
2: Yes, they've gone worse <laughs> than what Black and Gold was doing. <laughs> and
3: Triple H, get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
2: yes. They took one of the best uh, things going in North American wrestling before AEW showed up and absolutely ruined it. It was already bad when they did the two hours on USA and were trying to go head-to-head. But now it's even worse than that. You have these green wrestlers who, Wrestling in ladder matches where they shouldn't be wrestling in. You have all these tearing their ACLs,
0: tearing oh yeah. ACLs.
2: You have people doing. Uh, you have these goofy, you know, early uh, new generation gimmicks yes. out there. It's just,
3: but, but they're not people that have been wrestling for like five, ten years. The motherfuckers have been wrestling like five, ten matches.
2: Exactly. You, you have, uh, what's his, uh, Joey Tits uh, yeah, out
3: there. Yes, yeah, Joey
5: Tits. Joey Tony Tits. Diaz, well, Joe, yeah, don't, that man's you know, real name is Joe Ariola or some shit. Oh, my God. So, like, I they that. don't
4: even know how to fucking parody the Godfather correctly.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Like, NXT 2, it's, it's just a hot mess. And I don't get how anybody could watch that and enjoy it.
5: And these, like, characters are, like, they're one dimension. They're 1D. Yeah. Like, there's no, like... You don't feel like you could run into any of these people. There's no depth.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean,
5: you have uh
2: Boa, who now has the powers of the Dragon Lady. That's right. It's like what are they doing? Then you who have was uh, the Dragon Lady to begin with. They changed, changed her gimmick to, even. even. Right. Amazing.
4: We never figured it out.
2: Then like you you have Wade Barrett on commentary doing uh jack off jokes and it's just like you I didn't know that. <laughs>
5: I well, didn't know that. They got your ring announcers dressing in regular clothes,
2: trying yeah. to be hip. Yeah. You, you have up. Kushida, one of the best freaking junior heavyweights ever, ever. freaking doing this jacket time thing yep. with uh uh Jiro, a- a- G- a- a-
3: whatever his yep. name is. A- from, a, from uh formerly from All Japan. All
2: Japan. And his gimmick, and is, yeah. he
3: loves to eat and shit. <laughs> it's not that he likes eating shit it's that he likes to eat stuff that will make him shit yeah. that's, that's more accurate Don't, shit, don't shame him it's, for
4: it's, it's shit. That's his kink Don't fucking shame him for that Man I watch NXT 2.0
5: And I see these people going up for it Which are largely like the people that will lie about how good the main roster of WWE yep, is and talking absolutely. about how much they like it more than the other than what NAC was. We know why you're saying that because NAC used to blow the fucking doors off the main roster, uh, you know, on those big four pay per view weekends and now y'all talking about y'all connect with it, you know, because it's you know, is more relatable. Of course, it's more relatable because you watch that fucking trash on Monday Night Raw, and all they did was make this shit rainbow fucking raw.
2: Exactly.
3: <sighs> okay, so um, I remember seeing um, War Games, the last War Games. War Games. Um, I remember seeing on Twitter that wasn't I, a real War. I games. do. I do not follow. Well, are they? I'm just joking. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so I remember. Um, you know just through the twitter sphere through the people that i follow and i interact with cuz i you know i talk to so much tanya uh i talk to tanya so often and she is um so much in being a roman fan and in a sasha fan a bianca fan that like her react- interactions like put stuff on my timeline that otherwise i probably would not see mm-hmm. and that's no that's no shade like i love tanya uh we love tanya so um I see a woman that pops up my timeline or I, I assume it's a woman um, named, her, her tag is like Big Titty Taryn. <laughs> so... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, not gonna get, I'm not gonna get into her name. Her name is her name. It's fine. Whatever. But like, she has a lot of followers and whatever else. A lot of people like her and the stuff that she tweets out. So, like, War Games was coming out. Uh, War Games is happening and as was happening. Um, like, her response was something online is like, I can't believe that people are shitting on this. Um, given it like, this is, like, the best, like, big, or big NXT show, like, in years or whatever else, right? In years. Yeah. Uh, so, of so, so, so <laughs> those lines, right? So, then, like, you know, next thing you know, like, Meltzer talks about, you know, this anecdotal because Meltzer, and that's only a couple hundred, only a few dozens of people talk about, like, your responses for people that actually watched uh, the War Games, uh, Cause it's not take over something, you know, big event uh, for NXT, and then like, then you throw in like the, uh, the Twitter trends. I'm sorry, yeah, the Google, Google trends. Google trends. And you're like, yo, it's it's not just anecdotal from Meltzer saying that he's not getting people responding to this shit. Like, it's far lower. And it's like, yo, I understand that like you think that like the pro wrestling is better because it fits more your line in line with what you like out of pro wrestling, apparently. But you're wrong. Like, and opinions can't be wrong, opinions can also be right. Like, factually or whatever else, right? How you feel is how you feel. Like, there's plenty of shit that, like, I watch a bunch, bunch of matches, and I honestly feel like, you know, every week, or not every week, but like, um a lot of weeks, like, there'll be something about happens on AEW, and I'll be like, I feel it the way that, like, it seems like the rest of the world is feeling to a certain extent, right? Like, I'm pretty sure the people that listen that are huge AEW fans think, like, I fucking hate AEW. I'm pretty sure people feel that way <laughs> to listen to our show uh, at times, depending on what it is uh, from week to week. So for me, like, I see that and it's like, hey, either you're in line with what the consistency is or you're not in, like, that doesn't really make a difference whether or not, like, uh, your opinion is right or wrong, but it's like, on this case, like, People didn't care for this for 2.0 shit. And, like, you see it over and over and over. And, like, they they do that show. They have the follow up where it is uh, the opener is O'Reilly in the cage in a send off match. It is Johnny Gargano in an overrun, like, giving, basically giving a goodbye speech. And, like, it had, like, one of the worst ratings like, NXT has ever had. And, it, Black and gold era, rainbow era, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And it's like, yo, this thing is not long for the uh, the Tuesday primetime spot. Like, you're giving the price of whatever they're paying for for NXT, paying like $30 million to $50, $50 million a, a year for it, compared to what it would cost to just put a fucking uh, a lawn, or, a lawn or SVU on or a criminal intent whatever, whatever they want to put on. Uh, Chicago Fire, who gives a fuck? Like, whatever Dick Wolf pulls out of, his, out, of, out of his ass, out of his draws for someone on syndication, I'm sure it would do just as well. So, it's like, this will not last long. Like, and that's what it is. Like, there are a lot of people there um, that I think are still very talented. There are a lot of people. But, like, know that, like, if you, that when your contract comes up, this is a dead brand. And you can tell it's dead brand the same way that we saw uh, when something was dying in the 90s, where it's like you have the top talent. And they're jumping ship yep. left and right, or they're getting, or at least they're not necessarily jumping ship yet. They haven't, we haven't seen what ship they jumped to, but you've seen they've gotten off they're this leaving. fucking. They've seen they gotten off this particular fucking boat. They've
2: drafted themselves.
3: Adam Cole <laughs> got the fuck out of there. Johnny Gargano's <laughs> gotten the fuck out of there. Kalorie's gotten the fuck out of there. So y'all, so understand where these people stand in, uh, in the pecking order of uh, that brand promotion, whatever you want to call it in NXT. They're all leaving. We don't know where they're going. We know where one of them is going. We don't know where all of them are going, but they have all chose. I'd rather be somewhere else than the fuck here. So, like, that lets you know where this is headed. let lets you know. Yeah, I guess at this point I should. How many obituaries? Here's another one. F-O-H. Oh, go ahead. This, this mini one. How many obituaries do you have to write for NXT? I feel like I've had to kill them <laughs> and, and talk about how they've died, like, four times in the last, like, uh, 18 months. I'm sorry. Or, sorry uh, every, three, every three months in last 18 months. You know,
4: with WWE, there's always been an alternative. Mm-hmm. In the 80s, it was Jim Crockett. In the 90s, it was WCW. And then it was ECW. Then in the 2000s, it was the Ring of Honor. And then TNA. And then later, it was like Lucha Underground. There's always mm-hmm. something that was really hot. And then in the mid 2000s, it was NXT. And NXT yep. was the fucking hottest shit. Mm-hmm. And not only was it hot, but it was producing all the big top stars that were getting called up. and it was a big deal when they were mm-hmm. getting called up and they were making waves and they were becoming big stars. And then that shit kind of slowed down. And like, you know, for all you like wWE fanboys and people who really fucking loved NXT, I mean, the people that are still there that were called up, that are big deals, you got your big geese, you've got your ballers, the shield. Not I guess basically at this point just Roman Reigns, not and <laughs> 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 <Hey>, barely that <laughs> your Owens the Horsewomen Riddle Ricochet Zayn Oscar but after that there's a whole lost generation of guys that got called up, got misused, got lost, and then after that there's a bunch of guys that like didn't sign their like you know continuations went to. The Indies or went to fucking AEW and then got fired over the last two years. And now it's kind of like, who the fuck is going to get called up at any point in time? I don't know. It's probably going to be like. Von Wagner. Yeah, Von Wagner. Yeah, who Tony the fuck knows? Guys that have had less than 100 matches in their entire career. the I mean, training
5: school fucking sucks. Right. That's, that's, true. The, that's the
3: main thing. That's the main thing about it is like. NXT, even during, like, the Horsewoman era, the network era, right? Like, of 2000... Let's say 2014 until Nakamura gets there, right? Like, you had your, um... Horsewomen. You had your, um... You had people that were there, especially the women. You had people that were, like, they might not have that many, that, that much experience elsewhere around the world, but... Like they seem to have something going for them, and let's see what we do in the main roster. Baron Corbin's an example of someone that like he's another one. He is someone that like, regardless of whatever we all think of him and how much of like him being a sure him playing into his gimmick to fucking suck. Like we none of us have ever said in the ring that he's a stiff. No, right? no. But when you have that lack of experience from wrestling because you only wrestle one way you've wrestled this way that like clearly has been behind in like the progression of professional wrestling in ring as a craft uh, for literally like since I mean since forever, right? Um, you see like the holes and you compare it to like the proliferation of the online um, viewer experience for professional wrestling around the world, right? Like you can like if your choice is you can watch Baron Corbin go out here and have um, and be pretty athletic for his size, but kind of be this limited thing because people told him he's not supposed to do X, Y, Z in the third or whatever else. and not supposed to expand what he can do in the ring or learn how to do anything. And he comes out here and he's done it for five years now at this point or whatever longer. Or you could watch someone like a Drew McIntyre that was told the same things. He got fired And then he had to, and then he had to figure out what how to fuck to do these things elsewhere. And then he comes back, and he's the best fucking wrestler. Uh, He's the best fucking heavyweight they have in the ring from bell to bell. Like you, you see the the clear difference. It's like that's no not that's not necessarily like a knock on Baron Corbin. Like maybe in a different world, different perspective, maybe Baron Corbin could have been more like could have ended up more like Drew McIntyre after he like had the, the the drive to after he gets fired or sent away to, like, learn some new things, or whatever else. And, like, that's what it comes to experience, like, and it's the same thing that we learned about, like, all those WCW guys um, that eventually, like, you know, the cream rises to the top, we've always talked about, uh, like, in WWE in the early 2000s. Is like, there's no crop of guys like that now.
4: Mm. Well, I'll make it pretty simple. You know, there was a time where this uh, sub-brand was super hot, There was a lot of debate about whether it was a developmental or if they were just hiring the, you know, hottest Uh indies that were out there and then, like, Uh you know, promoting them. But that era is very far gone, you know. Uh They've been able to take the guys. They were able to, you know, promote to Vince, and Vince was able to use, and those guys made it. And then there was several generations of guys and girls that they, like, put on the main roster and they fucking failed because Vince didn't have the vision and Mm know-how to turn them. And, you know, Tony Khan's a better, like, version of Triple H. He's been able to take people that Triple H didn't see much in and turn them into fucking superstars already and, like, turn a profit. Mm -hmm. And Vince can't do the same shit. And now we're at a point where, like, we've lost two or three... Three generations of call-ups and now, who yeah. the fuck's gonna get called up? We don't know.
3: Von Wagner, again.
1: It's gonna, it's gonna no, be Von w- Wagner, Von
3: And, 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 and. Braun is like, like the thing with Braun is, right, but but besides you look at Bron, just Braun, there's a whole generation yeah. of guys. Yeah. Like, it, it's one thing where it's like, yeah, we we all believe that Braun will make it, right? Braun will the make same, it. The same way where it's like, we all saw Bianca and we all were like, she's gonna make it, right? Mm-hmm. But what about like, the Rhea Ripley? Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you're she's just a hair behind cause she's missing one little thing. But like Triple H can see it and Triple H can figure it out, but Vince ain't gonna see it. Cause Vince don't wanna fuck her. But but there's <laughs> right? or, or or she's or in Boy, the case or hey, the case of it R- being a dude or the case of it being a dude, that person's not like taller than Vince. That person's only six one instead of six right. four. So hey. like
5: somebody but, should show the show Vince McMahon these pictures that Rhea Ripley's been posting. Lately. Oh shit.
4: But there, there was a time when there was... That might change his mind. There was, Damn, pal. There was a time when there was yeah, well, a confusion... Well, short. <laughs> there was a confusion between whether NXT was developmental or whether it was a third brand. Well, it's very clearly just developmental now. Yeah. And we don't even know if it's even that anymore. It's kind of an experiment at they this point. you need to
5: take this shit off, put this shit on Peacock.
3: Um, yep. They Look, they ain't got to worry about taking it off. It will be taken off for them. (laughs) For them.
4: And um, besides that point, like, it's not a hot brand. They don't have top stars. They've lost several generations. They've lost money. They lost to AEW. And, like, they've got a bunch of people running it that are not in line with the current Gen Z, like, trends and... Fashions and like when you got Road Dogg and Shawn yeah, Michaels and, Bruce and, and Yeah, exactly. But, 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 yeah. I,
3: but I thought that if you, but I thought that if you have two guys like try to hit on Casey and Lacey as they try to nope. get tickets to the state fair to go to some country concert, that will that will then attract the young guys because nope. like they, apparently they're shocked to see that like women are dancing loosely on each other. Nope. Apparently, off screen, off screen, of course, because you can't see so it. It's still PG.
4: They don't know what Gen Zers like. They don't know what wrestling fans like. They don't know what the general, like, average human even
3: likes. <laughs> like, well, right, the,
2: the show is, is rent for an audience of one. Now think
3: about it. Think about yeah. it. Right. We. <sighs> you have a motherfucker I guess it's all I you have a motherfucker say. with a poker gimmick in two thousand twenty one, not two thousand five. No, not when. two thousand two. No, no, in two thousand five. When like the World Series Poker was actually like kind of hot. Or really two thousand But you get my point. Like, if you're gonna miss, at least miss by a couple years. Don't miss by a whole fucking like, or almost most of a generation. You what know, the Tony, fuck are you Tony doing?
1: D'Angelo,
5: you know, straight out the Sopranos. Uh, they got Corey coming out here fucking Trying to be a skateboarder Tra- Like trying to skateboard, no, but like ch- ch- but like fucking up riding a skateboard like
3: on screen. Like Alright. You wanna you wanna get into the Darby stuff or you're me? Oh yeah. No, no. I, I just point out I just point Darby out. Darby like, was right. <laughs> I, I, look, uh, Darby, not always. look, uh this is what I'll say, right? Uh, I'm not gonna get into the Darby thing, I just want to be funny. Uh but that's, ir- that's irresponsible. <laughs> this
4: podcast's uh, gotten off the ramp. But,
3: but but the Cora J thing is like I think she has something um, in the way of they want her to be kind of like in the, like a live more what Liv Morgan is on the main roster. Where, like the, the Avril Lavigne Skater Girl thing, but she actually d- is on a skateboard. But like we don't know if she can or cannot skateboard. In like. She That's can't. a big thing for the ones that for 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 the skate community is if you can skate because like think about it all all of our lives the, the skate reporters of our generation they were always talking about what Motherfuckers posing. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers posing right Motherfuckers being real so about they, it they care about that sort of thing right so like I don't I don't care like I'm, you never want to get me on the, on the, on the X on the uh, I said X Vans like, <laughs> like, you never want <laughs> to get me <laughs> on <laughs> X Let you see never want to get me on <laughs> you never gonna get me, like, you're, never, you're never gonna get me what I meant to say it was like you're never gonna get me on a quarter or half pipe right like never like I'm not doing that, but like I do appreciate that culture right like I'm wearing a like I, I'm wearing a pair of vans as we speak right but like you never gonna, you're never gonna catch me like trying to you're never gonna you pretending like uh like yeah um this skater thing is like something for a wrestler. Like, hey, look, I'm saying I've been playing this. The skater gimmicks. Like, Lord like Knight, for example. It. Hey, no.
1: we, are all, we are
5: all veterans of Tony Hawk's <laughs> I, Pro Skater 2 that and is true. 1. So, that is like, true. I feel like we are in touch true. with the skate community. <laughs> and,
3: and that one aspect and that one aspect only. I bought my, the remastered point, version. But my point is this, right? That's true. <laughs> Cora has something it seems like they want to do something with her, but they're not making her. You're not they're, like there's so many things where Bro, it's they're like, having her
5: win by like roll-up and fluke and right. accident. It and seems like
3: they only. It seems like they, like they might have like anything that AEW 2.0 has going for it. It's like they have like NXT
5: 2.0. NXT Man. 2.0. I said AEW 2.0. Like
3: never I gonna this. find me faking. so no. my point. My point is my point is like <laughs> anything that you have that they have going for it, is like just at a surface level and then like there's no but there's no oh, depth drunk. to it and it's like dude, <laughs> can you trust it because how ridiculous the show is because it's clearly no. super generation shit and it's like obviously not <laughs> obviously not so it's like, hey man, like, you know, we'll see how this, we'll see how this plays out. We know how it's gonna play out, but let's see how it plays out. Just, just to be fair,
5: right? <laughs> look, look, just so we can come back in six months and be like, what? I, I see it going on Peacock, right? <laughs>
3: Guys, right?
4: Look, let's just close this out. But what sucks is we were so fucking passionate about NXT, and yep. it just is shit now. It's a rainbow fucking R.I.P. Laga Loop. Yeah, yeah R.I.P. Lega Loop or Larga Loop. We know what you meant. Yeah, fuck. Uh, Imagine and going to one of those shows now We fucking love We fucking Fuck, love no, NXT We went to fucking live shows We paid money to fucking watch them on live TV And we can't fucking do Like it just fucking sucks now Fuck I, them Me I don't know I think I went to every paper... I think, look, I, mean, I went to... This man uh, had a fucking podcast about <laughs> NXT five years, <coughs> now and then, and now it's gone.
3: <laughs> I, Finished. Thanks, appreciate that one. Um, and it was a good I, podcast. I, feel, I liked it a I, lot. I didn't, I didn't feel like... Why do I feel like he blew up my spot when I... I didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> no, your podcast was good. So, like, I, th- I just think the thing for me is, like, all those moments, like, that time we had from, like, literally from... The beginning of it being on the network to NXT Portland is just like, yo, like, yeah, that's that was awesome. That was awesome yeah. time. And like, we all knew that like the shit could sustain, but like, it was so good for so long, it was like, how can it not sustain? And it's like, now we're like, well, that's what we get for having any kind of, um, that's what we get for having any kind of like, um, positivity for WWE at this point in the game, like. From the top down, eventually it was going to trickle down and fuck this up, like it li- like trickle down economics. Well, it actually trickled down and fucked up WWE or, a- or NXT. So it was like, yep, here we go. Like, so they didn't like it because like they kept hearing about how the shows were better than um, the main roster. And this you know, and this was worried about like a session playing, and he can't stand the fact that like it was going to be like her his favorite. It was going to be his favorite child's husband that was going to be taking care of the shit. So like, get the fuck out of here and like. Look, man, I don't love AAA. Triple H. Triple H is a bigger is the number one reason why I didn't watch wrestling pro wrestling for a full <laughs> decade. And I still would rather have him booking professional wrestling um, that I would watch with Vincent Man any day of the week. So, like they they they, they unpowered him, um, and there are people that will still tell you that um, Triple H doesn't know the fuck he's doing. And then I'll be like, in comparison to fucking who if you say it for some man i don't know what the fuck to tell you other than other than other than to insult your intelligence and like i don't really want to bring that injury to you mama. because like I, I i i just think i'm i'm just done i'm just done and like this this broke me like i have no Bro. reason to watch WWE ever again <laughs> no, we fucking
4: love nxt so much and it's fucking dead it that's broke it me. this so, broke me. it's broken all of us a- broke me. nxt 2.0 hey, man, i saw that shit coming
5: like no, I, fuck you, Rich. I that shit coming. <laughs> I started talking about that shit when like Lars Sullivan was, was getting title know, shots I... and shit. I was like, Yo, man, they, like what the fuck are they doing? And, Like, it, uh, The one thing I wanted to bring up was yesterday was oh, the God. anniversary of that. Hey, we're gonna give you what you want promo or whatever Your and all that. And no three, yeah, three. Right. So like in eighteen. The the thing they did like they thought the elite were coming right, yep. and since the elite didn't come. Their answers were the call-ups of Otis, Lacey, Lacey Evans,
3: EC three, EC three, um, Tucker. Uh, yeah, fuck all night, Tucker Knight. <laughs> yeah, fuck all night, Tucker Knight. Yes. Uh, what's it, uh, fuck what's all the name? Tucker Knight. Um, 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 Nikki Loon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Nicky yep, Cross. Yep,
5: yep. And, and it was like, all right, crazy girl. Then uh, blonde, Lacey Evans blonde big titty white woman of course yeah. uh, you know goofy gimmick act it was like hold on you still don't know what the fuck we want right like none of these acts like we're stars right. like in nxt right. I was that's why i was like right. what the fuck is going on here like it it was a scam
2: so nxt 2.0 get you can own. get the fuck, fuck out of here, here. All right, Josh, you have the second pick
5: in the second round. I think man. I know what Josh is gonna pick. I think.
4: What do you think I'm gonna pick?
5: I mean, I don't want to blow it. I mean, he's, he's th- asking for help. <laughs> you
1: can say, <laughs> that. <laughs> "Yep, that man out there fishing. That's what was." Yep. Fishing. Go, ahead,
5: go ahead, go ahead and pick the one you know that said that hurts you.
4: I'm like six strings deep, so there's a lot of options. Um. Oh man, I don't know. Like, there's the fact that I could go with like impact wrestling is the best women's wrestling, but that's oh, bullshit. Fucking Christ. Yikes Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll just go with like fucking uh I don't know. Great content. How about Edge's legend run? Mmm. You think you know me. <laughs>
3: You think you know me. So, so, oh, man. This is... Oh, I, okay. <laughs> I'm conflicted on this one. No, I, I really am. No, nah,
4: I'm going to draft it. Fuck it. I'm conflicted on that one. I'm really drunk, so I'm going to just draft it. Because, okay, let me make it very simple for you guys. I'll let you guys shoot on. Because here's the bottom line. I haven't watched WWE regularly since mm-hmm. the... WrestleMania in New Orleans, which was 30, like, 34. Like, 2018. Yeah, we're talking four or five years ago. Uh-huh. But I've watched almost everything Edge has done. And, uh-huh. like, let's be very clear Edge wasn't a draw before <laughs> he ever <laughs> <laughs> he popped one number when he attempted sex
5: <laughs> with Lita. Okay, Edge, uh, Edge popped the number. Did he pop the number? Yes.
4: Lita popped the number. Edge and Lita popped the number one time. One time ever. Holy shit. Did, was Edge an incredible Holy shit. tag team wrestler? Yes, yes he was. Absolutely. Was he an incredible mid carder Yes absolutely. he was. Oh yeah. Did he have incredible matches at the event or yes he absolutely. did. Absolutely. A. Was he ever on the level of John Cena? No, no. he fucking no. wasn't. No,
5: Edge was a deaf man. He, he was always the B side. He mm. was um, always
3: the B
4: side. Edge, a multi-person. Yeah, Edge yeah. was never a top draw. He yeah, he never, never was. He needed either John Cena or fucking Mick Foley to make him. Other than that, nothing. And he came back years and years later. And which, you know what? It was awesome when he came back. Is he an incredible promo? Yes, is he yep. an incredible talent? Yes, he is. Yep. Is he a great wrestler? Yes, he is. Yep. But has he had great matches since he come back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like 50% of the time.
3: I, I I would say this. I think that the first match he had was like clearly the worst match. He's oh, ever. it was so it was, bad. I think every match he's had since then has been a lot better. Yes.
5: I think the one thing that bothers me about Edge is that... He's sensitive as fuck. He's, he's sensitive as fuck. Yep. He's so serious as fuck. And yep. everything's the worst thing that ever happened to him.
4: Also, uh, Beth Phoenix.
5: He He's always cutting these community theater-ass promos <laughs> where he's sitting in the ring with a spotlight and sitting on a chair and looking like he's about to sweat through his shirt at the same time with his beard, looking yeah. like a caveman. If
4: you don't think as me as an independent wrestler, I'm not gonna do that shit. You're incorrect. I'm gonna
1: be doing that shit. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> like, bro, like, and then never forget that one week that Edge tanked the ratings on Raw, NXT, and SmackDown in that one week. Yeah.
3: Oh, you mean the one where he, like, he showed up and he shook hands backstage like he's supposed to be Undertaker shaking hands with John Cena, what? but is, is Edge shaking hands with fucking Damian Priest, who gives a fuck? Yes. Okay. Okay, let me be
4: very clear. He's had two really great matches since he come back. One was against Seth Rollins, a guy who he shit the bed with twice— And then did a a really great match in a Hell in a Cell in Saudi Arabia. Other than that, you know, it kind of fucking sucked. And the other one was against Randy Orton in a match that was highly edited Mm -hmm. in post-match. Other Mm -hmm. than that, all his other matches, whether it was the Royal Rumble, which was a multi-man match. Hold on to the bottom row for dear life. Right. Sucking for air. Or a bunch of other matches.
3: That that WrestleMania match was, was kind of fucking awesome. Which one? The WrestleMania match, the Triple Threat with, with, uh, with him and... Brian and Roman. Brian and Roman. That, match, that okay. match was awesome. So
4: he had three good matches. He didn't have a lot of great matches. But here's the problem. It's not just that we're not willing to give him credit. We're willing to give him credit. It's that people have capped, pretended like... He's had this legendary Hall of Fame level run since he's come back. Like he's post-2003
3: Shawn Michaels, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, and that's not the fucking shit that's happened. (laughs) This guy has not had a money-making, legendary series of matches and runs that have revolutionized the fucking industry. This guy has not drawn shit.
3: This guy has not made shit. This guy is <laughs> like literally I mean, done the, the only the only people that have benefited from this run have been literally the the, the Copeland family and look go get that money fuck this and right? Peacock <laughs> Peacock NBC
4: <laughs> and, and his wife are the only two people who've made anything off this shit good
3: for them good for them good for them go, go get, get the money. rest of y'all fuck this I'm going to the bathroom you guys can talk about it
5: yeah man um as far as Edge goes. Like I said, the, the one thing that bothers me, I think he's he's way too. I think he's he thinks he's a genius because I feel like people have told him he's a genius, but I don't feel he's a genius. But
3: but I mean, Dad also told told you he was or has told him that he's been a genius for like 15 years. Christian's
5: better than him.
2: I
3: mean,
5: if we we, want to start comparing, this this, this is the Caleb influence. This is the Caleb influence, right? Right, not coming in. Hey, so like when we start talking about who had a better comeback, yeah, you know,
3: Mm. And... at least at the start, for sure. It was like, definitely
5: Christian. I was never really a Christian guy, and then when I saw just Christian rolling out week to week, just being solid as fuck, yep. just kind of playing his role, yep. um, you know, being, being th- kind of like this low-stakes kind of right, guy Right, that right, was right. Like, That's the main thing. And That's the main thing. Like, it wasn't like he was trying to do too much, like That's it was the main Edge, thing. and Edge, they were like pretending he was this gigantic, world-changing box office star, and it's like... Bro, I hear the big pots, but, like, where's the fucking numbers? Like, it, like, like, it's missing in action, like, straight up.
3: Yeah. I, I, I'm of two minds with this, right? Like, there are parts where, like, I'm absolutely rocking with y'all as far as, like, him being too sensitive. And, like, I think I'm the person that brought it up, right? Him being too sensitive. Because, like, people shat on his first match, right? And, like, most people most people that have watched wrestling over the last 20 years that have watched WWE, like they have, there's an appreciation for edge on some level. And like that match just was not hitting. And he came out here and like, then like turned into like him as a guy that literally made him, made his career as a, uh, a person that jumps off shit. Like (laughs) talking about how like the guy shouldn't be doing certain things anymore. And like, he's like, yo, what are you doing? Like, this is this is other guys like seizing the brass ring like you did. Well, yeah. are you gonna tell them not to because yeah. you know better now. Fuck you. They'll never be. They'll never have a chance to get, become you if they don't do that kind of stuff. So, um, for me, like, I understand that like. You were your uh, your feelings were hurt because we didn't like your 15 minute fucking match with, 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 with Roman <laughs> I'm sorry, with uh with uh or any Orton and WrestleMania 36. Fine, whatever else, but like most people like the stuff you've done since then. Like that's the only like dark spot on your whole thing as far as the matches. So for me is like you gotta let that go. Um and like going forward after that, for me is like as you mentioned, like the 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 Christian edge thing like i think they've both been great for what they've been asked to do i think they giving like but as you mentioned christian is so just get in the ring low stakes don't have to cut a million promos and build it up like it's the greatest thing of ever dim or whatever else and then you just go and wrestle and then you have your match and move on as opposed to like with, with with how they deploy edge they make it as if like he's the second fucking coming of I don't know. Like Brett just, Hart or some like shit. Like, we gotta
5: stop the fucking, like, the, the world of wrestling. Like, <laughs> Ash is here. Like, <laughs> like so,
3: nigga? And, like, this would not be as bad if, like, we didn't get the summer of John Cena this last right. year, right? Where it's like...
5: Yeah. That's who we stopped the John presses B- for.
3: Right. Because John Cena comes in and business fucking booms for them, yeah. right? And it's like... Not necessarily saying that, like, the work between both of them is, like, some big, dynamic difference, but it's like the sheer amount of star power just inherently in the likability of John Cena compared to Edge is a clear difference. So, like, once, once you treat them the same, then you're being disingenuous in one way or the other. Look, Either you're saying that then, John Cena isn't as big as he really is, or you're saying that Edge, this Edge shit is cap. Look, so,
5: and then, you can start comparing CM Punk Coming. right. like, and that man, right.
2: That looks even worse for edge. Right, right, right. And I think it, it just points back to just how the booking was. You, you look back at edges booking and like, yes, he should be a big legend right now. He should be a big, be. a star that is he pushing uh, numbers and raising attendance, uh-huh. but he's not. You look at that, he was feuding with Cena. He's feuding with Triple H. Uh-huh. Jeff Hardy, uh-huh. he should be a big guy, but yeah. you look at the booking and the way he, book- yeah, sure. he had, He had a lot of main events. He had a lot of title matches against Cena, but he lost a lot. He made a, yeah. a a geek. He was not pushed. Like Cena and Batista were the only ones that were really pushed during that era.
3: He won the he won the 2010 Rumble and then lost to the fucking Chris Jericho. of All people at WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. He lost. <laughs> what the fuck? was the Chris Jericho at WrestleMania?
2: And he was <laughs> <laughs> everyone
5: beats
3: him. Right. Fan Fandango beat him. Yes. That's <laughs> what. <where>, that's <laughs> where, that's where I'm getting at. Right. Like, is Jer- like Jericho's best winner at WrestleMania is what AJ Styles.
5: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And that's true. And that's your And keep on. Like, it's that like is. Older
5: AJ, legend, journal. That is.
3: That is. Versus AJ it Styles. Oh. in 2010. Versus versus AJ Styles in his first WrestleMania, so we clearly have to break him in and treat him that he's not the hottest shit in the world. Yep. And, then, and, then after, and then and then after he gives you that year, you're like, Oh God, we gotta we gotta you know <laughs> we got, oh God, he's our best scientific wrestler we've <laughs> had since fucking Bret Hart. So so yeah, like it's it's always this weird politic play with WWE and like I understand that, like if you are a huge uh, WWE WWE uh, fan of apologists and like wonder why people get mad at them for the stuff they, uh, for, for something like doesn't have to do with like the actual like results or whatever else. is like because they play these fucking games because it's like almost like trying to win this press conference stuff. And it's like, I don't, we don't really care about that. You put on a show, the show's either good or bad based off of the segments and based off the matches and based off the promos.
5: Nah.
3: Like, if you, if you want to get into the, the, um, the the rhetoric or whatever else that they want and they, they want to spin and want to ride with that like if you want to find I'm not I'm not doing that with y'all I'm not doing that with y'all so like for, so for me like when people talk about the Usos now these days or the new day like uh Kofi, like uh, Xavier and, and Kofi I'm like yo. Those two teams have had some of the best tag team matches I've ever seen in my life. I'm, but I am not going to fucking pretend that they're better than Lucha Bros, or better than uh, um um Roddy and Fish, or better. I'm sorry, um, or O'Reilly and Fish, or better than Roddy in um in O'Reilly, or better than. Um, the Young Bucks or the or, or the Lucha Bros or the Young Bucks. I'm not. I'm just not going to do that. Or fuck it, Momo and Izumi. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm just not doing that. I'm and not I'm pretending. So y'all gonna get this start on? Goddamn. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not about to do that. Like, nah, man. Like you throw it in the It's Like, oh, hey, man. Than Bobby and Dennis. But. Bobby. Bobby Dennis. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I'm just not, I'm just not going to do that. And like. They're awesome, I like them for what they are, and like, I, I do have appreciation for what they can do inside of WWE, given what's going on with WWE right now, from what I can tell. So like, there's appreciation of like, yo, you know how cold the, the Usos have to be to have to, done what they've done in their career, when Vince man is out of his fucking mind? <laughs> like, those dudes are dope, but I'm not going to just like ignore like the, like the output level, if you will, uh, of other people around the world. I'm just not going to do that no more. Before I used to, I'm not doing it no more. I'm yeah. done, and, and like I can appreciate the, them and say they're great, while also like saying like, but they haven't been able to prove it as much because they're where they are.
5: And I think mm-hmm. the edge thing comes back to the WWE marketing as yeah. someone yeah. as a mm-hmm. legend and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just so heavy handed. Where I think now, I think a lot of us are empowered to kind of push back on that because it's like they're bringing back people where we saw the results kind of in a modern sense with Edge, where it was yeah. like. Nah, he wasn't... Like,
3: he was, never, he was never the guy. Yeah, never like, the guy. Never treated, like, never treated as well as Randy or Never treated as well as uh, Batista. Never treated as well as John Cena. Never yeah. treated as well as Brock Lesnar. Get the fuck out of here. I was
5: like, so you trying to put him over everyone? Like, like, when I saw he won the Royal Rumble this year, I was like... Literally, get the fuck out of here. And I think this is going to be
2: the blueprint for guys that are going to come back. Like, eventually, when Seth Rollins comes back in like 10 years, they're going to put all the legend of the Shields, Seth Rollins. It's going to be the exact Exact same same thing. The the legend Dolph Ziggler is
3: back. Oh, my God. It's going to be
2: the same.
3: That's a a bridge (laughs) too far. Seth Rollins, yes. Dolph Ziggler, nah. nah, nah, nah,
2: Multiple
4: time world (laughs) You guys guys are saying that, but it's like, Jeremy's not wrong. Like that's how it's going to be eventually. Like none of this is based on actual drawing or actual like pay-per-view buys or any sort of metric that actually matters. It's just the fact that the brand was pushing a certain guy at a certain time and he's part of the narrative and he's in the good graces of the company and that's what it is. He's right. One day Seth Rollins I, is going to be in the accolades of yeah.
3: Hulk Hogan, yeah and Bruno Sammartino, yeah
4: and Buddy Rogers. I agree. I agree.
3: Yeah. I, um, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying that like I don't think they'll ever stoop to the line of saying Ziggler. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, they That's will. If okay. He, if he's the all only right. one that can get, yeah. <laughs> okay. look, look,
1: maybe no, I'll just...
5: sir, look. They'll show that cash in on fucking Luke. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: uh, look at the arena going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: my God, Roman look, Reigns. No, no, I mean,
5: playing video uh, of him turned around with the belt on his ass. Yes, all that. Dude. He was so revolutionary, so groundbreaking. Goddamn it! What,
3: what a what a what a great three months or two months it was. There was
4: Antony Naraka, There was Buddy Rogers. There was Bruno. There was Hogan, and then there was Roman.
5: Oh my God! Oh, that's definitely. I might gonna as happen. well go ahead. I mean, that's definitely gonna happen. Edge, we might as <laughs> well wrap Edge up. Yeah, yeah. So Ed, edge, the Adam Edge Adam can you
1: get, get the, the fuck out, out of, out of here. here. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa 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 whoa,
3: whoa, 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 sir. Whoa. We just saying, like, the way that they didn't portray this man is fucked up. We are not saying fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what happened here? What, it what is, dude? I thought we were on their clueless standing. Like, yeah. what happened
5: here? <laughs> we like Edge. Shout out to Edge. This, yeah. the, the presentation yeah. is, is capped.
3: Yeah. It's for
4: entertainment purposes.
5: <laughs> All right. I got another one. since, since we talking about cap, you know, um, <laughs> and I'ma save I'ma save the good one that I'm looking at for James. Hopefully he picks it. Um, you talking
4: about those uh fans that didn't like Brian Danielson switching companies?
5: Nah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about his one of his chief rivals. Roman Reigns moving the needle. Oh, shit. <laughs> this gotten to <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> they have pushed Roman Reigns hard as anybody they've had not named Hulk Hogan from the moment he became, you know, a main event or whatever. That is
4: 1,000% true. true. I'm thinking about it. That's tr- oh, Whoa. They pushed. Uh,
3: Brock, maybe? Nope. They pushed. Okay. Bruno, Hogan, and Roman on the same level. They definitely pushed him more than like Austin or Rock. Definitely pushed him more than Brett or Sean. Definitely pushed him more than. Um, if than, you uh, erase. Uh, let's say. Definitely push him more than Cena. But would y'all say. What was, the, Ru-
4: what was the WrestleMania in New Orleans? 34. 34. 34 yeah. If you erase that from history, yes. He's one of the most push. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Even that worst. was in service of him, because when I the guess. match was
3: over, who were they focusing on? Yeah, Roman Reigns. Because they get, knew get they were zimpy. going to SummerSlam, they were going to scam, scam but, Bingo. Like the thing, but the thing for me is like I would say, I would say like once you do, once you do the, I would say uh, I would throw Brock out there. I, I I just personally think that Brock is someone that they've carried favor for more than they they care more about Brock than they do Roman. Um, even even though, like, you know, you see what they do every week in, week out, but, like, it always comes back to Brock. But, like, so for me, it's like, I would say, I would say that I'm fucking with your statement. Go ahead. I'll get out of the way. Go ahead. I got- so, Roman yeah.
5: Reigns, they, you know, him and CM Punk obviously have something going on with
3: them. Well, we, uh, we know what that is.
5: Like, and CM Punk has been kind of hesitant to speak on it, like, of late. He's kind of left it to Roman to, to do well-
3: well, okay, so I think this all stems from that that Cokerbata podcast, where like whether um, Punk intended to or not, help lead to Roman's job being harder when it came to uh, by the time a couple months later we get to that 2015 Royal Rumble. Like, granted, he was still going to be suffering sucker suffer attacks. He was still going to get the glare from the Rumble, right? But once you put that out there that like the thing that they were kind of doing on the tuck is now like a, a wide open secret, it makes it then for people to like say, No, I don't want that because Vince is not a book, even though we know he doesn't know how to book, but like you're also making the job harder. Um, so then they have to call him the rock and then the rock kicks fucking booed, <laughs> right? So, um if you're if you're someone like Roman, you're always going to, to have a resentment for um for seeing Punk in the same way that like we look at like Scott Steiner like not liking Ric Flair or right. um, Bret Hart not liking um, Hogan. Hogan right or you know a lot of people not liking a lot, of, yeah, a I lot, mean, lot of, not like everybody so, yeah right so like from from that from that perspective of like you I had a job you made my job harder like I look at the history of all those people right that like hate in the history of wrestling like we just love for like the fact that they hate this other motherfucker till the end of time we like kind of romanticize it like we look ain't nothing better than watching Bret Hart come out here and say fuck Hulk Hogan like, like every this, 3 like, months right yeah. so like <laughs> for me like when i have when, when roman comes out here and he throws some, some something at CM Punk whether i don't whether or not like I, do i think that like um do I think the roman fans the roman super fans are like t- going overboard with it absolutely but like i still feel that, like if i'm roman if i was in his shoes i'd be like this motherfucker me on a job harder. I maybe I I don't have to I don't have to like try to be political and nice and um and a uh, pu, um, spin this in a way that's like uh, it's just like it's all everything's all good between both of us. Like nah, man, you made my job harder, and you didn't have to do that because you were because you had to because re- you had some shit going on with this man. You made my job harder. I, I was one of the boys, like they're just like everybody else. Was one of the boys. What the fuck happened to me here? So yeah. I'd be mad. So I, I think so so, so, so now you me. can go to your point. I'm just saying, like for me, I'm, so I just want to get my piece out there. So go ahead. Sorry. So
5: so when he talks about like the uh, the moving the needle stuff, like yep. all this has done is blow up in his face yes, all is. year. Absolutely, yeah. um, absolutely. He's now coming out with merch and wearing it in Chicago and yeah. um, doing all that stuff. But like we're talking about, you know, him going head to head with the bunny. Yeah, and the bunny and you know. Matt
4: Seidel. and Matt Seidel. and yeah. C- and
5: CM Punk like
4: My doing trainer. more ratings,
5: <laughs> doing more ratings than him, right? Like, and then you start looking at it like Roman Reigns' entire main event career has existed in the network era, so you've never yeah. really been able to quantify his real effect as far as on yeah, anything, like, like right? Being able to yeah.
3: do p- uh, pay per view vibes, yep. right.
5: So like. You know, UBS Arena. UBS Arena. We'll get. We'll talk about that. And, like,
3: and, and then as it happens, you see CM Punk. and You tell him like he's not being able to move a needle. And it's like well he's this, selling this, out the United Center this, on a rumor. That on a rumor, a, a well-known uh, out there rumor, and then also like his first match, his first, paper, his first match, like doubles pay per view buys for a company. Correct, like, like uh, and I don't mean like it's a small number. It goes from one hundred thousand to two hundred thousand, which is crazy.
5: And yeah. then um, the UBS Arena, Roman Reigns is getting added, and he's adding yeah. three hundred tickets to the draw. Yeah. Shout out to Jussie Collins, like he wrote like this. Um, entire thing, and I think the uh, like the Roman Reigns hype machine <laughs> has gotten so empowered that he's turned heel the last year, and they've just made him this unsuppled monster yeah. where everyone feels like they just have to uh, fall in line with it and be like, oh, this is so great, just because it's better than what it was before, That's true. or whatever. And it's like, true. I think it's a lot of posturing to keep him at this level that I don't know if he's necessarily at, but they treat him like, or the whole thing with the needle-moving thing, like I said, it all blows up in his face yep. every single time, really badly. And it's almost like, well, what about this? Every time. And I don't think they really have any good answers for it. I don't think his fans have any good answers for it, so they'll just spin, you know, the shit however, but um, it's real telling when Roman Reigns uh, fell off the Hall of Fame ballot last year, mm-hmm. and it, it. I don't know when he's going to come back. Never. But I he'll think know yeah, he'll, he'll come, come back. back, but like
3: after this year he'll come back.
5: I think he's going to you know they're they're putting it back in there with Brock now. And, Great, and that's not really like lighting the box office because on we fire. know
3: we all know how well that does for Roman Reigns whenever he's around fucking Brock Lesnar yeah. historically he ends so up being busted gross. the white
5: meat. Right, so like I think the whole movie and acting like he's this gigantic enormous star like WWE's put out these. Uh, these these non quantifiable like stats talking about you know he's the highest selling merch for a heel ever. It's like when did you start measuring this? Like like, like, like where like, is this located? Like. I can not compare this to. Yeah. Like yeah. they they talk about you know this is the most watched SummerSlam of all time and all the and, 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 and,
3: like, and then his response was needle moving. It's like <coughs> mm, like bro. that's like it's is, like these, this, these are fake is, w these are is, entertainment stats. You mean to tell me this is more watched than, than Highway to Hell? Right. Austin and Undertaker, right. really? Ninety eight? Okay, sure. <laughs> like,
5: nah, man. Like it's like these entertainment stats. And I think a yeah. lot of people are getting wrapped up in the kayfabe running with that shit, and it's just like it's becoming insufferable.
3: It's become well is like it's become it's been tied up into like as WWE has gotten harder and harder to detangle and figure out like who matters, um, in in levels that, you know, can be, you know, Ways that can like get people more money on second contracts or new contracts, it just, which is fucking intentional, by the way, because they don't want to pay nobody. Like as it's all happening, like they keep coming up with all this jargon and stuff to like try to track how this stuff works. And it's like once people once they get once they get latched onto and thrown into the into the uh, the in- internet discourse, then it's like then it becomes like the rhetorical uh, the the rhetoric of the day, and it's like. If you're Roman, if you're someone that's like, you should be more over than he, than he than he currently is. He's in a good spot right now, but like he should have been this over fucking three years ago. We saw a real
5: needle moving this summer in WWE with John Cena. Right,
3: right, yeah, right. And like, there's no reason, there's no real reason why Roman Reigns never was able to get to those heights outside of Vince Man's incompetence. But like, no one's gonna, no one's ever gonna pull Vince Man to the carpet for that, especially when you're already making, you know.
1: Record uh, profit. You
3: already making seven seven million. Uh, uh, you already making like uh, uh, seven digits a year from the dude. So you're not going to call him to carter for it. So it's like, okay, it's um, it's just it's, just a, it's just a weird and, thing. And, and
5: what they've done is position him so far in front of everybody else. Yep. And they've done this throughout his career. Yep. Where it's like Always. they cut off anybody that had a chance to be a threat to him. They've done it to the point where there's no like successor you can look or in the future that they've turned him heel. I've always maintained that the next big babyface face after, uh, to take it from Roman is Roman. Yep. Like, <laughs> and, and it's about to happen. And it, like, they're going to use Brock, you know, to facilitate Roman turning back face to being the, the face that they always wanted. Probably. Right. Probably, so yeah. like there was never another option like coming and all these people have just been sacrificed to him. They've had to bow down like the West Side Connection <laughs> in front of him. And it's just been, they've, they've been the knee. Like, they completely, like, wasted Daniel Bryan. I refused to watch the, the matches at the end, like, with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns because I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing, I'm not watching y'all essentially execute, like, <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Bryan's <laughs> career, like, in WWE. <laughs> fuck that. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm yeah. not doing this.
4: Wait, here's the funny thing about all of that. There will be people who turn around and be like, "This was long term booking, you know, like New Japan long term booking." They planned this all out. It's
3: funny all I, around. I look at you, Rich, and like you made the same face I was making the same face. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> I'm like what? I'm sorry.
4: But there are people who are gonna say that, like this was all part of the plan. You know, it was
3: not. Five.
4: It, it, is is not. Not. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Like, five years ago, Vince thought this was a really good idea when it came to, like, w- when he sat down with, you know, Phil Brooks. He said, you know, we got to make, you know, fucking, you know, how's Roman, Oh
3: my God. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm super drunk. <laughs>
4: but we got to make Roman look really strong because five years from now, he's going to be fucking jobbing out Roman Reigns or, uh... Brock Lesnar and all this shit, and you know he's gonna job out fucking Brian Danielson and send him to AEW and Edge gotta, and double edge. pin
5: him, double pin him, stack pin them,
4: pin those guys. Bro, that shit.
5: Like when I watched that main event, I and saw Cesaro. what they did. I was like, well, what the fuck was the point of the three way? Then, like, <laughs> right. if he was just gonna stack them both on each other and make them both look like holes yeah. like they gotta
3: run. Well, you know what the real reason was like. We'll put Daniel Bryan in the middle of WrestleMania, yeah. and hopefully he'll resign. Yeah, <laughs> That's
5: really that was. little did they know, <laughs> Daniel Bryan felt nothing right. about that. Do you remember
3: that? No, yeah, I don't, he, no. Do no, you remember that? the rhetoric of like, "Look, man, like... they're gonna boo him. No, no, no. That, they're going to boo him, and also like,
1: he no is one not, wants him here.
3: N- well, not that part, but the part was like, uh, "Talk about Bryan. His his his, 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 um, his, um." His return or whatever, or sorry, where he's gonna end up going is like after his contract is out. After like uh, he lost those matches with uh, with Roman, is like, hey, he's going to go take care of his family, gonna be a dad. Like, you can do that. Get look, got fucking worked. Like, no, (laughs) like, why do you, why do you convince yourself that like someone can't be a father while like wrestling once a week? (laughs) Once a week. (laughs) Yeah, but you guys. Are missing the Sorry, point. Sorry, but everyone like, should
5: be loyal in, to in, WWE. In There's no other wrestling than WWE. Yeah.
4: It was all long term booking in 2014. People yeah, were it sure like, was. you know, Vince was telling himself, years from now, when we do this whole triple main event in WrestleMania, this will all be part of the, like, yeah. you know, plan yeah. to get Brock or uh, Brian to. You know, resign with a company. You know,
3: yeah. Mm. Like meanwhile, that like part of it. Be like, yeah, that's great. That you you believe that? That's cool. Explain to me how. This Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns thing in 2019 ties into what happened with them. I'm sorry, in 2021 ties into what happened with them in the summer of 2019 <laughs> when they have a feud over someone trying to fucking kill Roman Reigns with a uh, by crushing him with a car, and then it turns into like, yeah, oh nothing. yeah, both of them are not off, not on the SummerSlam. Tell me, explain to me, like it, it was all you mean to tell me all this is hinged upon um uh what's his name. I can't remember name, from the name for the for the fucking Blood Brothers. Braun. Well, all this tied, all this tied in. Uh, yes, yes, Braun Strowman. All this, I'm uh, not Braun Strowman. You know, all this tied, all this hinged upon Eric Rowan. Get the fuck out of here. He's not in the company no more.
4: Also, like you know, the whole thing is like Braun Strowman's gonna be our next like super like major star, but then you know his Bye. contract's have become too expensive, so we're gonna fucking cut oh. him. So. You know, fuck him. I'm shocked they
5: didn't make him do another job to Roman before they got rid of him.
4: <laughs> well, shocked. you know, Rich, that would be like... <laughs> That'd be funny as fuck. That would be con- conventional, like, you know, booking, but we don't do that here at, like, WWE. It's month to month, so we'll just fucking see yeah. what, like, matters the most, the bottom line. At the end of the day, Cesaro didn't fucking matter. Nope. Brian didn't fucking Great matter. Great match, but nope. It didn't fucking matter. Hey,
5: like, and this tribal chief shit has gone cold. All it is, or it was, at least until they broke up, Paul Hammond making all these funny faces. Roman Reigns, like, sitting backstage, like, looking pissed at one of his cousins. And, like, them being disappointed and fucking something up. And then he's like, dude. I'm about to fuck
4: y'all up. <laughs> Ro- Roman's going to make fucking mad faces. The two Usos are gonna fucking fail, like, you know, driving tests and like, you know,
1: Damn.
4: all that shit. But like, at the end of the day, they're still gonna just be lackeys. to, so, like Roman and like, you know, Heyman's it doesn't matter what his legacy is, all it's gonna matter is the fact that he serves Travel Chief, but maybe he serves Brock Lesnar. We don't fucking know, and all these other guys, they're just a cast of characters, just all geeks. They're just fucking geeks, and none of it fucking matters. And at the end of the day, it's long-term booking. No matter what you say, Roman's the fucking wrestler of the year. Fuck Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the fact that he's been the champion in three major companies on two continents and major companies. Roman's the top guy. Yeah. And not uh, top
5: guy of the business. He, huh?
4: he's doing the best work of his fucking career, even though it's not changing the bottom Look, line. And that, that's, even funny, it that's, sell a, that's another funny
5: thing about all this shit, right? Like the people that are loudest about how this shit is so great and all that were like, I'm like, well, if how do you say this shit is so great now, right? When we were telling y'all the shit he was doing was whack before, and y'all was you know, championing and saying that shit was, like, on point then. Like, what what changed?
4: He doesn't sell more tickets. He doesn't sell more pay-per-views. He doesn't change the ratings. But he's doing really good character work. He's basically Jay White. Oh, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Fuck it, you,
1: expl- bro.
5: Explain that one.
4: Well, I don't need to explain it. The this fact
5: man's is drunk!
1: Not-
4: <laughs> all I need to say is he doesn't change fucking business. That's all I hey, need to say. When
5: you get beat by the bunny... In the really, ratings, I don't want to hear shit about needle moving. I don't want to see no T-shirts. I don't want to see five stars on them Not because, dude, like, to me, to me, the biggest L is the UBS Arena. Yeah, that UBS inexcusable.
2: Like you have
5: talk about New York. York.
2: You have both promotions, buddy. New York is your company's Bruno. city, <laughs> and, and you have AEW and WWE running head to head in the same building, selling tickets for the same week.
4: Antonina Raka.
2: <laughs> Rolling in their
4: graves.
2: AEW have no problems getting tickets. They have to do what? The, the two for. Buy two, get two one free. Four,
5: buy four, get one free. Yes. Roman
2: Reigns. And then they, then they put Roman on and numbers. What they got? A 300, 300 tickets. 300 tickets. Like, this man is not the star that he thinks he is. He's not the star that the company thinks that he is. He can call himself a needle mover
3: all he wants. It's It's, it's a gimmick. It's on a shirt. It's a gimmick.
2: He's right, not a new right, mover.
3: Right. And I, I don't know if y'all touched on this, but, like, all of that stuff with Roman this year as far as, like, how well he's done creatively, um, given that, like, it seems like he has more of a, um input on the things he can do and he's more or less, like, he's more willing to put his foot down on things, that comparatively, comparatively speaking to when you're having to do the Suffering Suckertage bullshit um, Suffering <laughs> So right, we're like, and the thing is like we're all kind of like I think I think we're all to a to a to a man here, all to a person here, like happier that he's more or less like because he realized he's a top star and he's taking advantage of the fact he's a top star and he can tell Vince no the same way that like when they were doing Roman uh the uh, Randy Orton and Edge stuff and it's like Get the fuck out of here, Vince. We're going to tell our story and we're going to cut the promos and we're going to be really fun. And like, if the match it doesn't go it, the way it doesn't, it doesn't matter because like we said we had to say, and our bill was very fucking good. And like, you couldn't have done this without us. So, and, and it made it feel so different. And it's like a lot of the Roman stuff is like, it feels like he is putting his imprint on what he wants to do with pro wrestling in a way that's like. All these other guys aren't allowed to do and like we appreciate like someone being able to like use that to say like I'm trying to make myself different from the bullshit that you do because the shit we all recognize shit you do is bullshit or whatever else, but like I'm your top guy so I can do that. And like I think we're all happy for him in that instance compared to like what he was doing like four years ago and it's like he just listened to anything he just listened to anything Vince tells him to fucking do and it's fucking awful. They got him li- like this dude is like literally um a fourth as over as he could be given like the raw tools he has, like, I think we all, I, me personally, like, when I saw, saw Roman, when they broke him out into the singles, I was like, he is so much, like, starting out, like, compared to Cena starting out, he is so fucking far ahead of that dude. And, like, if it don't work, it's because Vince fucked it up or that dude didn't, like, try hard. And, like, you see that this dude is, as a technical wrestler, has improved. Like, there has been were for him to get like to where he is now and it's just like what could have you know, you're almost like, hey, could this have happened sooner? Could we have not, you know, fucked him up at that two thousand fifteen rumble? Could we have, you know, um avoided the CM Punk thing that came out to... So it's like... No. So, 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 thing for me, so the thing is, like, for, from that perspective, on, like, I feel I feel bad for the dude and I've always liked the dude, but I've always felt like that they pushed him a year before he was ready and then by the time he was ready, people had already ter- soured on him and then, like, he's had to figure out all these ways to stay afloat while also already being recognized because of what the way he looks. He's already at a certain level that, like, other guys just aren't because, like, there aren't no other... You know, uh, former defensive lineman-ass motherfuckers with six-packs that are walking around this bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for me, like, I'm kind of happy that he's had this run while also ex- understanding, like, it only means so much because, like, it's it's still Vince fucking up everything that he touches. Um, especially Ronica's, like, you mean to tell me y'all can't build no credible challenger for this dude? Like, the point of professional wrestling is you build, is, is you get heat so that you can have a payoff. And, like, what the fuck is the payoff for this?
4: I mean, literally, a few days ago, I was talking to Rich and I said, How could they fuck up Roman Reigns? How could they have, like, right. literally fucked him up? Look at the guy. Right. Look at him. He's right. got nothing but star potential written all yep. over him. Someone who's a competent, like, experienced booker would do nothing but draw money with him, but they've done nothing but fucking ruin their company with the guy.
5: It's like, I think they've used him in spite of people. Yep, that's true. To the detriment of other people. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yep, Yeah. Even to the the detriment of his own, like, he should be way bigger than he is.
4: Like I said, even after he got cancer and overcame it, and came
3: back, and they still couldn't figure out. How and to make they that still work. couldn't figure out the, how to fucking use it. The him. same way they couldn't figure out how to have Daniel Bryan come back after being retired for multiple years with a with um, bro, uh, you know with uh, brain issues, or whatever else. They still couldn't figure out how to make that work. They they, they had him out here turning heel five months later after he came back. They had Roman Reigns literally like he shows up um, WrestleMania season for WrestleMania thirty five, and then like four months later for Wrestle for SummerSlam, he's off the card. Three weeks into a feud for Daniel Bryan because they have they had to figure out whether or not they need to turn Daniel Bryan heel, uh, or if they need to turn um, Eric Rowan heel. It's like, yo, this is what it, what is going on? Like, this should not be this fucking hard.
5: They were making Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns team up at a certain point. Like, it was all fucked up. But oh, yeah,
3: speaking of that, speaking of that RIP Brody uh, Brody Lee because that meant that three that that fucking awful what? show. Uh, one of our worst shows in WWE history since we've been covering um, WWE right um, on, on podcast form. Uh, that 2019 Hell in a Cell. You have the um, Ooh. you have the Becky and the Sasha um Hell in a Cell match. You have the Roman and Brian versus Luke Harper and Rowan match, and then after that is fucking disaster. And then you end up getting to that Fiend and, and Sephora's match, like. All this shit ties into the time together of like this man is a fucking cancer on his own fucking company and he knows not because he doesn't want to get the fuck out of there he doesn't realize what he's doing and he's poisoning everybody and that's where we are now and like we should have two thriving uh, two thriving um, uh, thriving <laughs> creative <laughs> companies um, in, North, in major North American professional wrestling but instead we have one and the other uh, and the second one makes a shit ton more money than the other one but. They're, but they're so shock, uh storytelling. It like there won't be New Jer- uh, New Jersey Jer- fans. There won't be like they're all gonna die, and they're all gonna be sixty one, fifty, whatever else, in the age of their um their viewing audience. And people will be about, well, they're doing great with their reviews. They're like, yeah, I hope people are watching that shit, bro. Like I'm sorry, like yeah. your Can- your son's not gonna want to watch that bullshit. There's right. not.
4: Can you imagine what they would have done with this guy in Memphis or Tennessee or fucking Georgia or? Lord, uh... What would
5: Bill Watts Lord, have done or, I, with we, Roman
4: we, Reigns? We
3: were... Fuck that. We were just watching, um, Starcade 95 with, uh, that, that triangle match with Luger and Sting and oh Flair.
4: Oh, you,
3: you imagine if Ric Flair got a hold of fucking, uh, Roman Reigns in 2000, uh, or any...
4: 95.
3: Yeah,
4: so would be like... Bro, Carlos Colon would have a thriving business right now if he had fucking Roman Reigns.
3: Mm. Right, and it's like, <laughs> yo, man, like, uh... It, I can't believe that, like, we have this guy. We have all these other wrestlers that are awesome, like like Seth Rollins. And, like, even Seth Rollins can't even enjoy because they fucked him up five away from Sunday, too. He fucked like, himself they up
5: a lot, too. Well, <laughs> I,
3: yes. And, 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 yes, but, like. Because uh, of brainwashing by Vince. I, look, brand, call whatever you want to. Like, there are also people that, like, are all super talented. But, like, Also, like, when they got fired, also will that way. Because, like, Aleister Al- Al- Black was the same way. Where, like, he got fired and, like, he did not bury WWE and it's like, hey man, like he enjoyed the time in the company. If you enjoy your time in the company, whatever else, fine. I would just say to y'all, don't carry this water when y'all know that like they got y'all doing, going out there looking crazy, and then only, and then like after y'all let get let go, the only person um, to be able to explain that shit is, is y'all, and y'all want to still carry water for it because like to look at you like you like you you don't you don't know what you. Like, it ain't doing. no reason
5: for you to to do this, bro.
3: It's like, hey man, they got you out here looking crazy. Just be like, hey man, it was what it was and move on. Like, you ain't got to, I'm not saying y'all got to bury anybody or whatever else. Just say, like, hey, we I
5: need to bury it for us. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. Like, you ain't got to speak on it. Just move on and then, like, do your thing. Like, and um, you look at where Aleister Black is compared to where he was uh, before, and it's like, hey man.
5: Night and day.
3: Night, Night and day. Yeah. Night day. Roman and Same talent.
5: As the needle mover.
3: You get the can fuck out of here. Get the
2: fuck out of here. here. Um, All right, James. You got the last pick in the second round.
3: I I am sorry. Um, I have pulled up the John Moxley hardcover. cover. Um, you know what? I'm going to skip. over I was that. wondering why. I was like, why do you have that book? Uh, we'll get to it in passing when we go th- uh, in the second in the um when we go through the speed round. But uh, I just want to. Uh, I so what I will do is do uh, it. Move on. Um, I I don't know what Rich exactly wanted me to talk about. I know what he wants to talk about. Why are you? Okay, because he because yeah. he knows. Um, so what the fuck? <laughs> Heating it up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we all I think our first time all being together. Um, plus with the rest of the Largo Loop was the SummerSlam. Well, SummerSlam, like I'm talking about break Hart, Like, SummerSlam this year. Uh, the, Mr. SummerSlam. Right, uh, right. The watch party for this year, SummerSlam. And a big part of that match was... Or a big part of that show um, was Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, and the rematch of what they did at WrestleMania, um, the first... WrestleMania main event um, with two black women in one of the best matches of the year um, in anywhere in the world. Two, back, two black wrestlers, period. That's true as well. Um, so, <sighs> they go from that joyous moment to... <sighs> they go from that joyous moment to we're going to get a rematch of one of the best matches of the year anywhere in the world and to find out that, like, um, we don't know. We haven't heard anything, and Sasha has been around and they keep advertising her and false advertising her. Um, to we get to the show, Bianca comes out, and then as champion, she comes out with the belt. She comes out first, and then we get this stalling, and then we get her, we hear word that like Sasha will not be in attendance, and then be and then Bianca's promo saying that like she's ducking me, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to her again, and then they bring out Carmella, and Carmella someone that Bianca has beaten like a Cherokee drum um, for most of uh, 2021, and no one's feeling it. She come, Carmella comes out to fucking silence. Um, <laughs> and then Becky Lynch's music hits, and the crowd goes wild, and this is um... Like, one of the best returns of, of recent years in pro wrestling where it's like, we had, this is the last time we, like, this was a top star. This was the last, this was one of the last few people that, like, left this business and felt like a top star, a needle mover, in the words of Roman uh, Reigns, um, leaving the business, and they come back, and <laughs> they squash... In twenty six seconds, they have a match where they shake hands, and Becky catches her with a move and a manhandle slam, and pins Sasha Be- or sorry uh, Bianca Belair, and like it's like yo, these things are real fragile. A lot more fragile people take um, than Vincent Mann cares to uh, cares to um, treat, and like as someone that. Was around on the main roster for a full year and did a lot of nothing, for that person to then like come back to it after they you know finished I think second in the Royal Rumble their first Royal Rumble to then win the Royal Rumble, then get you know beat the you know one of the top stars in the company at WrestleMania in a, this all time classic match uh, in the company's history, for them to then four months later just be like treated like nothing and thrown away, and more or less, like, demoted to the, to to the B show, after that, like, it was really fucking disheartening, and it's like, y'all don't know, like, just like we talked about the Roman Reigns, as far, the Roman Reigns thing, it was like, they don't know what they're doing And Roman Reigns, as far as over as he is right now, people were happy that he's on top right now, and is doing the best stuff he's ever done, creatively, a lot of it, like, he's still so much less over than he should be given, like, what, what someone of that kind of package um, historically has done in pro wrestling. And, like, I look at Bianca and, like, there's nothing that woman can't do in professional wrestling. And to see what they've done with her, um, quite frankly, since WrestleMania is, like, it, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm offended. Like I, I, I look at women's wrestling all around the world in from the Indies, from, from Shimmer and Shine to um, you know the lower levels of, of Joshi to um, Pro Wrestling Eve to um, the the top, the pinnacle of stardom, and like there is no woman with that height, that uh, that size, that strength, that speed, that. Uh, that uh, that just raw athleticism, given given her level of experience, that like is th- that that can do that kind of stuff. Like you can talk about Utami Hayashida, or you want to. If I put her in a WWE ring and told her how to wrestle the WWE style and wrestle in that way, she would struggle compared to what Bianca has has done. Um, and we're ta- and at this point we're talking about a woman that is probably going to finish no worse than second in women's MVP in the Observer Awards, right, uh, for 2021 this year, uh, Utami. That is a level of impressive the impressiveness that Bianca exudes. In um, like we saw her first match, her first televised match, uh, that Kyrie Sane match, yeah, and like. You you can say all you want to about like the PC not being able to produce nobody. She's that kind of talent level where it's like they can they can't they can't make nobody. She still figured out <laughs> figured this shit out, um, and you will figure that that would be something they would want to push forward and be at the front of the and to be at the front facing parts of the company is the face of the company, faces of the company, right, with like Sasha and Roman and Drew McIntyre or whatever else and particularly whoever else they want to say, Persephone, whatever. Becky Lynch. Um, and it seems apparently for some for whatever reason that mis- that fucking mystifies me, that is absolutely not what they want. um, And I, it, it I can't ever go back to watching them. I just can't. Like that broke me. Like I, I was um I was watching uh that SummerSlam's uh watch or watch party with all y'all and now like I'm wearing a Bianca Bella, Bella shirt. Like that is like the ones like there are plenty of people that we all think like you can't fuck them up. And they still fuck them up. Like Bianca is the one who's like, you can't possibly fuck up something like that. And you watch along the way. It's like not only are they not only are they fucking them up. Like apparently they don't even fucking care. Yeah. And it's and, like, and yo, then like, they
5: went on to Booker like shit for like the next quarter of right. the year. Yeah. And that's where what, she wasn't winning matches. She was like being in matches, not being involved in the finish, like DQs. But well, people will still tell you she's getting pushed.
2: She
3: yeah, she's right. a star
2: because she had the, the WrestleMania match with Sasha. And it was like, like we said
5: earlier, like. like I uh, know what it looks like when they don't want to let her beat anybody worth it. Right. damn. Watch right. Survivor Series? Right. Bianca, is, like you mentioned, we mentioned earlier, Bianca's one of those people where we looked at and it was like, there's
2: no way they can miss on Bianca Belair. She's a can't-miss person with a raw Ability that she has and like the Just a star like the money making machine That WWE could do like she Should be a star like easily And they've just dropped the ball over And over again like yes they had the great WrestleMania match but like what what's she done Since then like you mentioned Richie, They're putting her in matches and where. They don't want they they don't really care about beating her. They'll beat her or they'll put her in some kind of no finish or some kind of crazy fluke or she'll beat somebody like Carmella on like a random SmackDown. She's picked up no momentum. Um, she's not heavily pushed. They, obviously, the, the bigger star Becky Lynch came in and steamrolled her, and she they just they just don't do anything with her. And it's gonna be another poor case of uh, a raw talent being mishandled. I, I was hoping that she just she loves wrestling and that her contracts up that she can go to a place like AEW or if the boards are open go to Stardom and get better and actually become a star because it's not going to happen.
5: And the thing is with with Bianca, she's probably going to come back around the next time like uh, like WrestleMania comes and probably be back in the mix again, right? Right. But it won't be the same Right. Like it won't. It'll be right. less. Like it'll it'll less people be into it, to it viscerally. It'll be like yo, y'all fucking blew it with her. Like the the star making opportunity and like the the moment was Summerslam when she got to run it with Sasha again. Right, they took that from us and we'll never get that again. Right, mm-hmm. and that's the time. Like I, I feel like when you fuck someone up
3: at that particular time where they can launch to the next level. Right, that next level don't exist no more. Right. And and the main thing about this, like the reason why this even made the list was, or the main reason why this made the list was because like the fact that, like how WWE false advertised Sasha Banks, yes. the whole time, and, and, and then and then like ultimately gave us Becky Lynch, but like Becky Lynch is twenty six seconds, yeah. So like, oh, at least I, we gave you Becky Lynch. So uh, like, so yeah. so like ultimately like this whole thing like for where we took in this as far as like um. But like you could have had a a superstar, and you decided to not do that for reasons that remain un unknown, and quite frankly, like not not credible. Um, like it's, it was just, uh, it was just it's a weird thing. And then like so, like for me, like the one is like yeah, like that sucked that night, particularly in particular that was it. 40 20 something minutes of waste of time and that fucking sucked. But it's like, yo, know, you don't understand the long term consequence of like your terrible decision making. And like most of this comes back a lot of this we go back to when we talk about like the stuff this year that's that's made the FOH already. It's like these bookers seem to like not know what the fuck they potentially are are setting the course for like in a negative way and it's like I don't I don't understand how you don't cuz like all I do is think of this kind of shit of how things can hit the fucking um can can, or can crash or, or or um swerve off the road here and like maybe it's cuz like you, you you don't book you 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 book and you think of like how things can go right and supposed to wrong but it's like maybe you need somebody like in the assist, in like the assistance chair to say like hey don't do that because that will fuck everything up well,
4: I think in 2021, people believed, based off the Royal Rumble, that
5: yeah. she's a star.
4: She was going to be star, and not only her, but also Rhea Ripley. They were basically the John Cena and... Batista. The Batista of 2005. 2021. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were drawing allusions to 2005. Yeah. And, uh that's proven to not be the really be the case at all you know it's it, it's like we're a year later and what if you know but he didn't beat Triple H in uh, WrestleMania and what if he didn't win the title and what if he didn't have that you know monumentous reign and what if he wasn't going against Undertaker the next year? that's kind of the deal you've got with Bianca Belair. That's kind of the deal you've got with Rhea Ripley. And, like, the bottom line is neither of them are on the same level as your Charlotte's and your Sasha Banks and, you know, Becky Lynch, Lynch, basically. And they've really faltered in turning the OVW slash NXT level of class of next level stars into actual stars who can turn and generate
5: money. I think they're terrified to really get rid of or to move on from the four horsewomen. Yeah,
3: but but that, but that's the who part they is, also mishandled, right? Along the and way. that's the part that makes it so frustrating. Is like you did this same thing to the horsewomen with um, the Bellas, and now that like the horsemen are your Bellas, you don't understand like how much more over. A uh, a Bailey would have been had she been the you know the the cuddly John Cena Barney ish character as opposed to what she is now or what she has been yeah. like as a money making potential for 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 younger for a younger audience like you screwed that up and
5: they just decided they didn't want it
3: right and it's like hey okay fine whatever you screwed this up she still made it regardless. Um but it's like now it's the time for next generation, learn from the mistakes you just made like literally over the last five years. And it's like their answer was no. We're <laughs> going to we're going to fuck up the same exact way. And it's like I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to watch tele I don't want to watch television that's made that's ran from a showrunner that like doesn't learn from the mistakes that they've made literally the season before season four it's like there are that's that's dumb like this is an anthology series and you keep fucking up the anthology
4: there are entire websites and podcasts dedicated to detailing how this company has not handled any women or any generation correctly since what Trish and Lita correctly and they act like they want to bury a w and impact and you know Japan and Mexico and all these other like outside companies with dealing women ra- rightly but they don't want to deal with 2000 like 3 to 2000 like 21 of WWE correctly like it doesn't make fucking sense This company hasn't dealt with their women or any, like, generation of, like, women's talent correctly in, what, 17 years? Like, accurately? It doesn't make fucking sense.
5: Yeah, man. I think... um,
4: They've lost generations.
5: I, I think to bring it back to Bianca, that seeing that on that night with the false advertising was horrible.
4: Oh,
3: that shit sounds yep.
5: that was just like they have no respect for the audience. They have no respect for the ticket buyers that, that flew
4: in to see that show. It's forty thousand people there, I suppose. <laughs> Could you imagine if you spent like real like hard earned money? I'd have walked out. Oh my god. Yeah, that was
2: just I know our homeboy Gats was in there yeah. in the building. But, yeah. Like
3: that was that was their first like full crowd. Like WrestleMania thirty seven, like that was a Partial crowd order This was like their first big money show of 2021. Where was that, that shit? Vegas. Vegas, Vegas, the new Vegas. Uh, stadium. So,
4: so you had to pay for money, travel, time off, right? Board. Oh my god, we're talking
3: like eight hundred dollars minimum. And they're in yeah. the and they're in the you know the Raider Stadium, the Raider the Raider slash um, <sighs>
5: Reliant Stadium. I think. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, Plus yep.
1: time, they'll be energy. doing it next year. They'll like, be there what next the year, right? Fuck. Yeah.
5: And. Like seeing that, feeling bad for those people that you know paid for that, and then seeing Bianca get squashed with Becky, and then you know Becky Lynch is supposed to make it all better, and of course like Becky Lynch is not what she was because it feels like Austin in two thousand one, yep. like you know is like nope, she doesn't, no one wants her to really be a heel. She's not, she's she's cutting these promos that are the height of unreality. It's just completely disconnected on what. Got her to fuck over to begin with. Yep. So they've not only blown Bianca yeah. Belair, but they blew Becky Lynch. They as betrayed well. the
3: character that made Becky Lynch the biggest star in the, in the industry.
5: Yes. They buried so, both at so the same like, time. And she's just another wrestling. I talk about it often, like yo, you're just you have a chance to break through, but then you become just another wrestling character. And that's what Becky Lynch is now. Bianca's stuck. Wrestling do drop into Mina Yikes. and whoever else they can, you know, scrap, scrap together on the death machine that is Monday Night Raw.
3: As on a three-hour show, instead of her, like, starting this, you know, Jen Walters versus Wonder Woman feud with, uh, that we saw NXT between her and Rhea. Nah. Like nah, we can't be having the good stuff. Like we got to have them basically do fucking nothing. So we got to have Rhea out here, like getting rolled up on by Zelina because she's a day over Nikki Ash. It's like, yo, like, I don't understand. Like what do y'all, do y'all, do y'all want to like do good wrestling and have like good shows? And have, Claire oh, Claire like, clearly no, clearly they I don't. don't. No, no, no. Why are you asking r- that? We I all- understand it's what ret- I was rhetorical, but like it's <laughs> so fucking <laughs> infuriating. It's like, do you want to do good things? No. Okay. Well then like, I- 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 I'll peace out then. I'll just peace out. Well, well, on that note, Bianca being squashed
2: at SummerSlam and her booking can get the
5: fuck out of here. here.
4: So we still got 10 topics. Let's go through Speed it rapid round. fire. J- or James, do you want to take it the first round?
3: Yes, I have the uh, John Moxley book, Mox, with me right here. And I am going to uh, a special chapter in this book called Las Vegas, March 13th, 2021, 2.22 p.m. Um, so uh, it, I, I will give you the first paragraph, then I will move on. Uh, it says, if you read this by far, you're probably familiar with the infamous explosion or lack thereof, the fam- the finale uh, that capped off AEW's Revolution pay-per-view. If you're not, I'll catch you up real quick, though I'm, I can't imagine there's anybody on the planet didn't hear about it. I'm sure President Biden, Biden was briefed by his advisors the first thing in the morning. No doubt, there were villages in rural East Africa sitting through the campfire, <laughs> laughing, <laughs> laughing at the tell. Uh, astronauts on the International Space Station probably shared uh, some uh, fried, uh, sorry, some freeze dried ice cream as they lamented uh, the news from Earth. Yeah, man, like he um, in entertaining fashion for multiple pages. Like, talks about, like, what he wanted to do, what his plans were for the um, uh, Barbed Bloody Death Match with uh, Kenny Kenny Omega and uh, in the chapter before. And it came out, these chapters are, like, two or three pages, three, five pages at most mostly these chapters, right? Um, and it goes through, and it talks about, like, literally, like, the plan and then, like, how it didn't go off and then, like, how he's freaking out and how he's, like, with him and Kinks are, like, the fuck do we do? We're in the ring. We don't know what the fuck to do now. Do we play dead? Do we I like it happened? Like did this did like did the bomb like I spent the, the bomb to have a bunch of dust and we like we'd be blowing the spithereens and it'll look awesome. I don't know if I'm gonna be paying or not. And then he's like, I don't feel nothing. And he's like, he look around, he talks to you and like, yo, I think this shit sucked. I think this I think we're in trouble here. And then like <laughs> they're like, yo, are we in trouble here? And then Moxie's like, Yes. he's yeah, Like, yeah, we're definitely in trouble, because I heard just heard the crowd boo. We're definitely in trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then so, and then then from and then, and then from there, like, Kings is like trying to figure out like, should I lay here? What should I do? I don't know what am I, you know, because I was supposed to cover from the explosion, but the explosion didn't go fucking off, apparently. What am I supposed to do here? And then like Moxie's like, I don't know what to do. And then like apparently, like uh one of the one of the refs, I think it was Aubrey tells, uh tells Moxley from backstage that Tony wants Moxley to, to, to talk his way out of this and he's like, you want me to talk out my way out of this? I ain't got shit to do with this. You ain't blowing this shit up. What the fuck happened? The- <laughs> <laughs> I, and I why this shit to blow up? You explain it. You bring your ass out. here explain this shit. So, like, this whole entire thing is like, I, he basically explains like he didn't have he had no thoughts on how to handle this or whatever else. And then you you, know, you remember like what he said it was like, well, apparently Kenny Omega's a hell of a wrestler, but you know he can't build a bond for shit or whatever else. That's the best he come up with, right? And then that whole night, like next or after the show, because Tony does those um those press conferences or whatever else, or, or you know interviews or answers questions from. From media, wrestling media, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, um, uh, Kenny Omega. You know, he just wanted to think that the bombs were rigged or whatever." Else. I was like, "Nigga, you got to get the fuck out my face with this <laughs> bullshit. Your fucking bomb didn't explode. You root, like, you potentially, uh, you potentially hurt Eddie Kingston by him coming out there. He's supposed to save his friend. It's supposed to be his big face turn, and that got fucked up. And luckily." Because Eddie Kingston and he's, he's nigga figured it out anyway. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't, as, good, it wasn't such nearly such as, it wasn't nearly half as effective as it could have should have been, but like he still was able to make it work for him because like people did like the idea of Kingston and and Moxie together. So like, yeah, I got my friend back because I you know the, I lost the title, but like I did gain a friend or whatever else, and like when we were beefing over the over the tiles, because like he was so it was almost like the you know like Lord of the Rings like the ring that you know makes you go crazy mm-hmm. and like now that like that's not a picture not not on neither one of them have opportunity for a ring like they can kind of chill and kind of get back to the roots and like Moxley having this uh this pull to want to try to save his friend like he kind of has you know. I believe in you, even though you're a piece of shit right now. You think you're a piece of shit. You're not. You're a good dude at your soul. Like, yes, that did work out. But that shit did not, absolutely did not um, go all the way it was supposed to because it was supposed to go out like gangbusters. And, like, it went out, It went well still, but, like, it was supposed to be a whole different the level right ruined now. Ruined
5: a great match.
3: Yes. Yeah. That, that was one of the most disastrous botches in, in the history of professional wrestling. It did not leave someone injured or dead.
5: Yeah, like, it was a point where... It would like I don't think AW will ever be able to like unless, until they do it again and do it successfully.
3: Oh God. Do you wouldn't do that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't I don't try because like I can't trust these niggas to make sure a fucking bomb could go off. Yeah. They, they and, said and, and they and were going to do it again, but I don't know if I, they ever should.
5: Yeah, and it's like I don't know if I can trust if any bomb can go off. So it's like they left. They left it to like. When when you leave it to uh, pyrotechnics, 90s. like the fucking pyrotechnics might not work, so like it was like you were dependent on some shit that might happen, and I think they had to they had to hold that. There was a lot of um shit on Twitter that they'll never be able to escape from from it, and I think it it was just one of the real low points in AEW where I was like, wow, what if this promotion doesn't work? Like this is gonna be <laughs> something that is pointed at. She just used Cody's promo or Cody's pyro
1: for <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> yes. And that was my, that was my joke. It was like, you mean to tell me that this motherfucker uh, Cody has enough pyro in all his promo and all of his interests to like to to like blow up an unincorpor- unincorporated town? But you mean to tell me that like when it's time for your big blow off of like the best few you've ever told to this point. You can't get you can't get this shit to fire off now, nah, man. hurt. And then Tony Khan wants to come out here and be like, "Well, oh, you know, it was all it was all, it was all mind games." Here's a mind game. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 so, so for me, um, so I, I think the thing for me was this like, yo, it, it's gonna be funny. Like going to like the Observer Wrestler of the Year rating uh, awards going this year, like given like no kind of like ridiculous run at. Um, Bryant or Bryanson, Danielson has been on since he showed up in in um, September. Like, it could be very well that like, Omega or Danielson ends up being one and two for like Wrestler of the Year for two thousand twenty one. And like, the literal deciding factor is whether or not a fucking a fucking power technics glitch happened
4: or not. That's
3: true. <laughs> That's fucking absurd. That's ridiculous.
4: So the dud. Can get the
1: fuck out of here, here.
2: Rich.
5: Um, I'll go ahead and I will draft. Hurry, man! I will draft. WWE being the yeah, WWE being the black metropolis for wrestlers and people capping about this shit. Like you heard a lot of fans uh, throughout the year uh, portray WWE as just like the place to be for black wrestlers. Like, and you know, kind of comparing it to AEW, right? And then you start seeing WWE fire black wrestlers like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you start seeing them with that North American title, you know, the nigger championship. Um, oh, they, my that, God. That they, that they give to, you know, the niggers, you know, that they don't really want to put the, you
3: know, as, or, James They don't as really right want to put
5: the NXT title on you, so you get this belt, <laughs> ass ricochet. Um, oh, my know, God. Ass swerve. Ass, you know, Keep tons. Lee. Keith Lee, you know, he happened to win it, but what they do, yank that bitch right the fuck off him. Um, oh my god. You know, like pe- people's and acting like Vision Man, Ben's not. Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff. <laughs> People acting like I can't drop Vince Man saying nigga on the timeline every day if I wanted to. Like, but meanwhile, up, you know. My nigga. Yes, yes. Like, this is supposed to be the place for oh black wrestlers God. because they let Big E win the championship or something. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, stop this. Like, this is a company
4: Bumble with Brazil 35,
5: too. like, 50 years of people being racist in WWE. Stop this. So Black Metropolis,
4: get get the the the
5: fuck fuck out out of here! here.
3: All right, Saba Simba, suck my dick! (laughs) Like another part about when you talk about like this is Black Metropolis, like they also like point out that like where the fuck is this? Like when the fuck is like Naomi's ever gonna get her one? Oh, I thought it was a black metropolis. I thought she was going to get a run because, like, clearly she's over enough at uh, at all these different points to validate that. Oh, she didn't? Maybe you should shut the fuck up and maybe you should stop, like, uh, centering all this stuff around discussion of black wrestlers around black men. (laughs) I
5: guess. And also, like, like looking for professional wrestling to solve your issues with race in America.
3: Yes. Stop. Like... Stop. Look, <laughs> you, you quit the clown Cody. You, you quit the clown Cody for trying to solve racism. Meanwhile, I ain't never seen WWE trying to solve racism. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Shit.
4: Yeah, I mean, fuck you, Boba Brazil.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what you're <laughs> fuck you, Coco Beware. Oh, okay. Wow. All right,
4: Josh. Uh, all right, um... Yeah, I'm going to draft Uh, fucking, um, I had one. Oh, Peacock. Fuck Peacock, bro. Oh, God. You know, I'm going to make suck. it very short and simple. There was a WWE network that we fucking loved because it was very easy to navigate. It was a great, like, uh platform for us to so literally, like, if I was my dogs and we wanted to watch, like, Clash of the Champions 1- it was really easy, but now you gotta go into Peacock and you gotta find the season, the year, the episode. I hope that shit plays. And hope it fucking plays. And if you wanted to find something with Boba Brazil, <laughs> okay, on the network. <laughs> Bro, the search function is mud. On the network, you used to be able to, like, literally put in, like, Mad Dog <laughs> Sawyer and you could find him. Uh huh. But, but now you can't. Literally, like. <laughs> If you try to like use the search function on Peacock and you put in the Rock, like it's more likely to pull up like I don't know
3: the series The Rock, like the sitcom <laughs> Young Rock. <laughs> yes, this black this black man is a trash man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what, what what's a movie that The Rock has been on? Fast
3: oh Fast, fast and furious. furious. You're more like the to- Long Yard, the okay. longest yard.
4: You're more likely to find <laughs> that shit. Oh, Tyron Woodley got starched tonight, by the way, guys. Oh, yeah? He got oh, fucking knocked no. out by. Oh, well,
3: that's what you expect. That man like took that that fight on like a week notice or two weeks notice. Yeah, he wasn't even fucking training.
4: <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. you, Tyson uh, Fury or
3: Tyson Fury's Tommy, like bro,
4: relative, or Tommy something Fury's <laughs> <laughs> brother or whatever the fuck. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, some shit like that.
4: Yeah. Anyways, so, um, Peacock. Listen, Peacock fucking sucks. It does. Okay, here's the long and short of it. This is a company that holds 95% of North America's history of pro wrestling when it comes to, like, media. Uh-huh. And it fucking sucks that we can't, like, navigate it yeah. and that they've literally eliminated almost all of the search the functionality.
1: search ain't no word. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no word. A functionality. <laughs> what the fuck is that?
4: as you I'm gonna use that word
3: <laughs> like, what?
4: when you used to like pull up a paper you used to be able to find like the actual like timestamps so you could pull right. it up that's right. all gone yeah if, if you join a pay-per-view in in like progress you can't start from the beginning you gotta they started like, selling us this bad dope yeah bro It's
3: fucking like The Blue yeah. Magic you, No 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 No, no, you no before we had The Blue Magic No no you went from Blue Magic to red Magic Correct <laughs> Yeah Yeah so That's true Fuck WWE So uh, peacock, peacock Peacock Fuck, peacock. M-C- fuck Nick Khan <laughs> <Con>. There's <laughs> <Fuck Nick laughs> a
5: star Breaking label And a crew peacock. If you dealt with Peacock Then fuck you too
4: Peacock kid <laughs> Get, get the, the fuck Out of out here. here I'm just trying to watch The Last Bound of Atlanta like, that's, that's it the variant <laughs> All right, real quick, I'm gonna
2: draft Wrestle Kingdom Night Three. Trash! New Japan versus Noah. I don't wanna hear it. people are talking about we shouldn't be disappointed, we should be we're ungrateful, we're complaining, bullshit. They came out here, they had a press conference, they had dudes cutting promos and angles on each other, yeah, setting up singles matches. Yeah. We had reports of guys talking about singles matches that they wanted to do. Yep. They had this whole Shingo, big press conference. Shingo they, Nakajima. they put this on pay per view. You can't even That's stream it. Like yeah, you can't even stream it live on New Japan World or a Wrestling Universe. You have to pay your hard earned money, you know, the, the working man's money. <laughs> <laughs> to watch this damn pay-per-view And it's a bunch of damn tag matches You have uh, This is world tag League night 25 Exactly <laughs> You got Okada and Tanahashi Against uh, Muto And um What's the other dude? Uh, Kaito Kiyomia. Yeah, Kiyomia. Kiyomia. yeah.
3: And you, you have all these tag matches. After, after Kiyomiya has been trying to push to get an Okada singles match for years. Yeah, and Apparently. Okada wants it too. And there's been so many guys that want singles
2: matches. Oh, we, got, we got a show singles match against hey, some
5: guy. You're going to get a rainmaker, all right?
2: Yeah, you, young we have a young line seals matching all these tag matches. You have the LIJ and Congo tag match and then all these other tag matches.
5: And that's like the only one to actually like enjoy your hey, BB like. Motherfuckers trying it. to bring up shows from 2011 with New Japan and Noah and all Japan saying, What did you guys expect? You right. know, I expected
3: Wrestle Kingdom motherfucker. That's what I expected. Because it's Wrestle Kingdom Night 3. Right, and it's on pay-per-view. It's, it, it it's, it's, in a, it's in a stadium with, with a 17,000 capacity. Look, either you're going to be a global company
5: or you're not. And Take that shit fuck, off
2: paper. view. No, fuck
3: that. Either you're going to be a national company or you're not.
2: All right, and people will clearly... They think, oh, it's not for us. Yeah. Well, they, there's been a heavy push of how to order it in the U.S. So, clearly, they do want it for us, and they drop the ball big time here.
3: Why, when people say that, right? When people say that, like,
5: are, are why do they always pick the, like, this shit that, like, we don't, like, fuck with? Like, why why don't they say, oh, some of that shit you like? Oh, that wasn't for you, but Bro, you because, happen to like it anyway.
4: Right, right. Because and wrestling also, yeah. is full of fucking politics, and this is super Clash. Three in nineteen
3: eighty eight, like, all over again. Like my, my thing was this, right? Like, if you want to go that route, um, I, I think I don't know if I tweeted this or not. I don't know. Um, in the conversations while when I saw that thing late, um, at like six a.m. and that like these were all these tag matches or what it was, I was just like, yo, so, like. If you if you were in the politics if you want to pretend that like this is still the nineteen fucking eighties and you have these politics of like you can't beat you don't want any of your top wrestlers beaten by outsiders elsewhere fine if you want to go that route then you need to go the assemble slash um, uh cyber fight route right where it's like right. if you want to do that fine. <laughs> put your put one big fucking new japan match versus new japan versus new japan match on the card for the top title or between two top dudes and then put your two your another a uh, uh, big noah versus noah match on the card or whatever else and just basically initially over, off the rip. That's the first thing you say is, like, we're going to do that and we're going to have our match, We're also gonna, our big matches, we're going to b- put big big singles matches on there, but, like, they're not going to be New Japan versus Noah. It's going to be Noah versus Noah, New Japan versus New Japan, and we're going to have the Congo versus LIJ match, and that's what you get as far as a big, right. emotional thing and everything else. And, then like, it settles through after that, like, just like what he did with Cyber Fight, right, where it's like, hey, like, we're going to do
5: a five on five match.
3: We're gonna do that, right. And but they but they want to fucking pretend like we're also in, like we are also like because they weren't gonna do inter, intergender, like we'll put the we'll put the Prince of Princess batch on there between Mew and, and Yuka or whatever else, right? Like nah, they they want to fucking they want to play around and be goofy and and like and literally like it's not false it's not false advertising but they weren't, like, not trying to false advertise. Right, when, right. They, when they dropping uh,
5: graphics while all these dudes facing off with each other, thinking you might see something right. special. Right. right.
3: Like, when you put, once you have Shingo and Nakajima talk about each other, and then next thing you know, they're in a match, but like, oh, it's faction versus faction. Okay. Okay. Right. is It's eight, eight have, of the dudes in this match. You have Kiyomiya, right. You have Kiyomiya, Talk about for for a number, almost like two years, talking about like how you want to match with Okada. Okada big leaves him. And then ultimately turns into the fucking Mega Aces versus Mia and, and Muto. And Muto, 60-year-old Muto. Listen, you guys are... You're 37 in the biz. Like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, I thought, I'm sorry... I it was 2021,
4: not 19, not
3: not not 1981. You guys like, are being way. I'm sorry, no one's not been around that long. But my point
5: is like this is it's it's so it's so it's just so. I woke up and saw that car, bro. and I was like, skip. Well,
3: you saw. Well, <laughs> you, well you saw when Murray put that shit in there. Like my whole thing was like, lol, fuck this card.
4: Yes. <laughs> you guys need to be grateful because they're doing a
3: promotional
4: charity promotional.
3: Yeah, Bullshit. Charity where they expect seventeen, where they expect motherfuckers to show up in a seventeen thousand uh, seat arena, right? And we need to be
4: grateful because it's better than a WWE show. At the end of the day, mm, cool. How hard is that? Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, like, imagine if WWE and AEW, the top two promotions in North America, did nothing but multi man matches. That's basically what you're getting with New Japan versus Cyber Agents top. Right promotional. You, you got motherfuckers you, Noah.
5: You have Kenta wrestling for the New Japan side or the, the Noah, Noah side. Right. 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 So, either get the win or, or it, the while, loss. While so,
3: wrestling while wrestling in New Japan since 2019.
5: Correct. So like the funny thing is it, it looks like when Austin or Kurt Angle was getting put on the WCW the team to win or lose. So either A, they lose <laughs> to one of their own guys, or B, they beat one of their
3: own guys, like but I actually put nobody over well, the manufacturing. Correct. Yeah.
4: New Japan's been the hottest product for decades, and then suddenly, within the last two years, NOAA's kind of become the hot product No Togo, no Togoism.
3: That's but have they come? But have they become the 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 hot product, or has New Japan just
4: struggled because of Togoism? It doesn't matter. Imagine if like WWF was the top product, and then suddenly 1996 Uh, WW took over. Gotcha. Gotcha. And they did a a cross promotional show in 1998 between the two companies, but all we got was tag matches. Right on the on the biggest.
3: On a starcade show, right, right, right. But there's also it the fact. No the, the other part that it makes it even funnier is like, what if, like, at the same time, WWF had an all-women's promotion that was harder than the fucking uh, that was hotter than WCW '96, allegedly. Not allegedly it is like, I, I, like, no, I'm just like, it. I'm just saying. Like, my point is, like, you, you you do this and like do a third night of uh, of this uh, Noah versus. New Japan thing to try to like get people to care and then ultimately you do something that will never make anyone with a brain care regardless of if they speak English or Japanese and then like and then you had this other part that's uh, this other promotion that's owned by uh, Bushiroad as well and it's like alright you put one match on on the second night of well, uh, New Japan is like, look, man, like, I'm not telling y'all what to do with y'all cards because obviously, like, one, the idea that y'all are gonna do three nights of this shit is like ridiculous, but the fact that you filled it out with something like no one could, that no one would actually like, that would have been interested in this, would have wanted in this way is like, and read of the shit, room, read shit,
5: the room. That should spoil some of your night two matches, too. Yeah, the way yeah. That yeah, shit yeah
3: looks. That's true. That's true.
4: The other thing, too, is like, I see what you're saying. Like you've got two really hot products, and you could literally do a third night just with those two products, and like promote your own shit. But instead, you're deciding to like literally go with your like your big rival and do a cross
3: promotional show. But like that won't lead that you know by looking at that car won't lead to anything in the future because like clearly they don't want to extend themselves to have to be any, be right. anybody. All, all the people that are going to be beat are going to be the pin eaters on the other side of these factions like in and, and, all, and on these shows it's just, it's just like really frustrating and here's the
4: problem New Japan has a long history of Wrestle Kingdom quote unquote shows being cross promotional between All Japan and NOAA back yeah. in the early days in mm-hmm. like 04, 05, 06, 07 where they actually had singles matches between the top champions and even title matches and shit that mattered and right. that, like, led like, to other
3: shit, that video now, that now video, that's all gone. That video of Kojima, right, of uh, Kojima throwing the fucking belt, and then, like, Tanahashi and Nakamura, like, running up this on that man. serious. Like, one that one of those matches? one that one of those shows?
4: That was different, but okay. kind of similar. Okay. Ultimately, we've been super excited for this. This shit sucks.
2: Wrestle <laughs> so, Kingdom 9-3, Night Night get, get the fuck out of here. So, we still have a few things left, but we, I think our, our rapid fire has been a
5: lot longer. Do we want to try and finish this, or we just want to kind of wrap things up here?
4: The Big E push sucks. The
5: Big E push sucks. It has sucked from day one. It made him do a babyface cash-in on a dude with one leg, and then they immediately had him lose in a in a triple threat match the next dude, week. He, he, had he him loses, loses the Roman all Reigns. the Reigns. Had him lose to Lashley again, like... It's they a, clearly book him different from Roman Reigns, and it makes that WWE Championship look it, like the Super it, Intercontinental Title is not a real main it's event not a push. push at all. It's not a real championship; like it's like some bullshit they're doing during football season, and they're going to yank that shit off him any day now. Yeah, he
4: doesn't. He doesn't. And win. they waited too fucking long to, to ever put it on him. Yep, they waited like six years to do it. He doesn't win. <sighs> They make him lose all the time. <laughs> Fuck that shit.
3: New <laughs> Day started in like 2014. They went in 60. <laughs> yeah, it's
5: hilarious. That's an entire generation. Like, like this, nigga's, this nigga's closer to being
4: 40 years old than 30, James.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. James,
4: tell us about how Impact Wrestling has the best women's wrestling in the last 20 years.
3: All Japan Women's USA. Yeah man like okay so i don't know do you want to take this or you want me to or do you want to just add on just tell us I, 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 real look, quick i right. am here to support and i got plenty cuz like
1: you
5: know <laughs> i right. see this shit we on twitter right and i know who's saying us. it all right i so. know who's saying it and
3: capping okay so if you look at, if you look through uh if have they Flat ever out. had the best People, women's wrestling in the world? Ever? Never. Not only have they never had, ha, not only had they never had the best women's wrestling or best women's wrestling divisions. They, you can make a, you can make an argument and up until like literally the last four months <laughs> because of two they have never had the best women's division in American professional wrestling out before NXT came or after or uh, before NXT came around, or I mean, after NXT came around, right oh, on the network, like. You got the Horsewomen, you got the Oscar era, you got the uh Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Saint era, you got the uh Rhea, Shayna, and uh Bianca, um in Rhea era. Like and then you have like the uh, you have the Eo, you have the Candice, you have the Dakota stuff, and and um like they it was always way better and had better matches than um the Impact Knockouts division had. Um, with when it was Tessa around, and with Jordan Grace or or Deanna Prado, now whatever else, and people like pre- people have pretended like because they want to uh, bash AW Women's Division, even though it has improved dramatically um, in this year compared to uh, their first year or whatever else, um, especially uh, their, their 2020 during the pandemic time. Um when they can get people in, like they have banged on that saying like it's so much better, it's so much better, and then they'll also say it's better than like the women's division in in WWE and I'm like I'm sorry, like even though I have problems with Becky or sorry with uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks Um fighting over uh how to finish somebody with, with one chair when there's 40 fucking chairs in, the, in Hell and Cell, that's still a four and a quarter star match. You name me the fucking uh, impact ma- uh, knockout match you saw was four and a quarter. There ever. are
5: never, ever, ever any, like, matches that people point to. It, like, they have fucking Emma wrestling one of the fucking Iconics.
1: Right. Stop
5: this. Like, y'all coming out here on Twitter doing the most. Like, y'all, y'all wanna do all this shit and boost up like, or completely ignore the, the the WWE roster, right? Whether it's you're ignoring them because you don't want to
3: hey, fight, no, like, eh.
5: fight that battle, or you're just in the pocket form, right? Right. Yeah. So you want to try to artificially lift impact when there's going to be nothing on a match to your list ever. Right. Um, and it's just is complete cap and it's like the same group of people writing terrible fucking columns about <laughs> about women's wrestling and about oh, um and about like you know all these causes and shit like I saw some shit like I started retweeting on Twitter the other day where I was like well your whole column is bullshit because you didn't
3: explain, explain what explain was.
5: so like and and you
3: know they should I, learn from these places. What what should they learn?
5: Never oh, mind. Never
3: mind that part. I didn't mention that. part.
5: <laughs> so uh, it, it's a, it's a lot of the same posturing and like stop looking for wrestling to solve solve your problems with uh, you know the world at large. Like yeah. I, I hate to say it. Yeah. Like yeah, that's not how it works. Like it's a business, and um, you know you, you get upset that AEW doesn't have uh, more than one woman's match, right? But like I don't see these people like see looking no. across the world. I don't see these people like, you know, actually contributing Dude. Like dude. in evaluating women women's wrestling in a fair way. Right. Like not being afraid to call something trash. Like it, like it's all just supposed to be good because okay. we have to just all
3: support women.
5: That's I, that's what it is.
3: Like I wanna know. No, I wanna, like I wanna know what is from I want to know what has been happening in these, um, in like the in, in the knockouts division, right? That will fit on either one of these DVDs Ed, <laughs> Ed, 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 at the top of the card on either one of these big shows, whether it's all or this all, <laughs> all-star dream or the fucking big egg universe. I want to know. I, like, I want to know.
5: Like okay. the pro, like the problem is, like people are afraid to like call something for what it is. If it's trash, and, and it's not like if it's, it's good, it is
3: not like it's bad. It it, it is not bad, at, absolutely. But it it's just like it is. It it peaks at very good, and that's it. Like it's and like, acceptable, it, and then to pretend that like WWE, um, has not through uh, growing pains got to the point where they can put. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, uh, Bailey, into the situation where they can go out there, Oscar, and, and go out oh, in a situation what? where, like, if need be, at the time when the time is called for, go out there and have a great match um, or whatever else. Like, y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop. You're fucking lying.
2: Here, here, here's the thing with Impact. Gail Kim and Awesome Kong had some very good matches. 2010? Yeah, a, a good, 05, uh, uh, yeah,
1: 06 Back in the I day right.
2: And people have been riding the wave of that <laughs>
1: Reputation
2: of the of Impact Since then
4: Rico's wife had that really good ladder uh, Jackie match Jackie Gata Jackie Gata had a really fucking good ladder match What year was that?
2: I don't even remember that match
4: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Over a decade ago Jackie Gata had a really good ladder match no, And since then cap. Yeah. You it, know a bunch
2: of cap. That, that can get out of here Uh, The Rock at Survivor Series. I got one. Oh, go ahead.
4: Okay, last thing. And I'm going to just amalgamate three things into one. Guys that wrestle and girls that wrestle need to get fucking paid for what they do. And if they add any other value to your product, to your brand, to your organization, they need to get fucking paid. Whether it's Keith Lee's medical bills whether it's up, up, down, creators not getting paid, whether it's people like Chris Dickinson getting injured on a on a New Japan show and needing to fucking ask the fans to do a GoFundMe to pay for his medical bills, fuck you if you're New Japan, WWF, or whoever the fuck you are and not paying these dudes, just fucking pay him. You guys are making so much fucking money. It
3: ain't worth the it ain't worth the bad press.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. fucking like, worth that shit, it. That with Dickinson is like. Why the fuck does he have a GoFundMe? Why does any... In their ring, like... Dude, if you're AEW, and I'm not saying that these people are all guilty of this, but period, if you're Ring of Honor, Impact, WWE, New Japan, whoever the fuck, a you know, if you are having a major league production, you're making multi-millions of dollars, and these people are getting injured on your shows, and they're a quote-unquote, you know, 1099 worker... Fucking pay him. Just fucking pay him. Yeah. Period. And if you can't fucking pay him, you can get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Period. Yeah.
2: So last thing, uh the rock at Survivor oh, Series. Woo-hoo! WWE bending over backwards. Uh, <laughs> to, you know, put The Rock over and hype it up. Please and make, acknowledge us. Make it think that The Rock was going to come to Survivor Series, pretty much begging The Rock to show up at Survivor Series. To sell tickets this, in the this, building. This man sent a video message to Impact for Ken Shamrock. He sent a video to the Canadian Hall of Famer Bret Hart. This man could not take the time to open up his phone to send a video to Vincent K. McMahon and the WWE Survivor Series. And what we got was the egg from his uh, Netflix movie, and dude chasing the egg around, and um, has anyone
4: here seen that Netflix movie? No.
3: I haven't, but I, I, haven't don't, I don't think there's much about I did see it. <laughs> that's not much of a wrong <laughs> like was it good? Not some. I mean, I like, I like the Rock movies, but... Right. Which means, like, look, the Rock made movies. We ain't watching the Rock movies whether or not they good. We watching the Rock movies because they The Rock. Right.
2: And But regardless of whether the movie is good or not, like it has nothing to do... The egg should not be
3: a part of a storyline right. of WWE. Austin Theory is so Austin Theory steals the the egg, so therefore he gets a title shot. Right. You, if you want to put in the movie, put My a white commercial
5: on. So much ambition.
2: Play a commercial for the movie during the pay per view. That's it. You don't need to bring the egg and make it a storyline in the show, and then to do all this for The Rock, and then him not show up. It's like the people that were saying, "Oh, what if CM Punk doesn't show up?" For all that Chicago build, <laughs> yeah,
5: but this is what was silent, right. quiet as a church mouse. Yeah, when, when the rock was like, "Would you expect the rock to actually come? We didn't expect that. They never said that." Like,
3: right. and, the, and the part of me, the funniest to me was like, I had that conversation on Twitter with Tanya, like maybe the day before or like hours before the show when there was like she said like people are gonna be really disappointed if rock doesn't show up for the show. And I was like, cause I had no idea what was going on because I don't don't ever I don't I never know what's going on with W anymore. <laughs> yeah. And like except for, like, like the only they time had like promoted like, him, the only, the, they fed the stories to right. the dirt
5: streets for months. Right. Like they right. were selling this building on thinking that the Rock was gonna show up to do something. Right.
3: Like and they keep and they keep promoting like the twenty fifth anniversary of The Rock's debut in Masquerade Garden and, um Survivor Series two thousand or sorry in nineteen ninety six and it's like and like once I realized what she meant I was like oh yeah this was twenty fifth anniversary that would be cool if he showed up or whatever else but like I don't know if he's gonna show up and and she's like well they've been promoting like all this segments and stuff and of him showing up I was like. Yo, so like they could legitimately like not actually have him on the show and like people will be fear or not fears, but like disappointed when he's not on there and it's like they should like be proactive about this and like get a video message from him and play at the beginning of the show saying like appreciate y'all, love y'all. Um, you know, it's my twenty fifth anniversary and I'm glad that you know it you know, that it happened and you know, what you know, what's happened with pro wrestling, what's happened with um, you know, Hollywood and, you know, my in my life and you know, it wouldn't it, none of this would happen now for you, thank you for fans not now I'm cutting his promo for y'all to yeah. get an idea what the fuck would yeah. happen. But like that's the kind of thing you expect from him given that like like you mentioned the Shamrock thing and all the stuff he'll he'll just do off top off the off off the strength. And like they, they showed all them video packages, all the, all these great rock moments of the last 25 years or whatever else. And then, like, at the end of it, like, he just doesn't show up. And, like, they, and they tease, like, with the egg or whatever. it's like as if he, he was going to show up to go get his egg back, his Cleopatra egg back from, from Vince. Even though it's like, why the fuck would he, why the fuck, and it's like, hey, whatever, that whatever, whatever, whatever. That's fine. But it's like, y'all knew what y'all were doing. Y'all played all these video package with the, with getting hoping that people will be scammed and think that it was tuning in to stay in the same way that they, they, they had the Jardin Gargano overrun at NXT, where it's like just to hope that y'all will stay tuned to, just stay, to see what will happen if he shows up or what he has to say or whatever else. It's like, it's the same thing. Same company. It's the same thing from the same company that also earlier in the year uh, scammed y'all in the thing uh, Sasha Banks was going to show up to fucking wrestle a match that, she, that they had advertised for months and be the biggest rematch in, in one of the biggest rematches in WWE history. So, like, yeah, that's what this company has devolved into. They, like, like not only it's they – The scam system. They –
4: Are we learning that this company, and also wrestling in general, is full of carnies and whores?
5: Yeah, kind of. Pretty much, yeah. Wait till y'all see the Hardy Boys reform. Oh, man. Ism.
4: Those aren't whores. Those are workers. workers. (laughs) They're fucking worse. Someone ism last night. (laughs) Ism.
2: Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for drafting. All that stuff can get the fuck fuck out of here. here.
4: Do we got shit to be grateful for real quick?
2: Yes, I am grateful for the dragon, Shingo Takagi, going out here, breaking his neck, to have some good-ass matches and have something positive to talk about
4: from New Japan. I am grateful for Tony Khan for keeping wrestling alive. I'm grateful for those brave souls who didn't re-sign with WWE, like Adam Cole and Brian Danielson and whoever the fuck else, and I'm grateful for you guys and everyone else who's willing to not lie about wrestling and, you know, I'm
1: have you,
4: open, Why lie fucking <laughs> discourse and also just be my friends, and that's about it, you know. And also, grateful for fucking alcohol, for getting us to <laughs> this
1: podcast.
5: Yeah, man, I'm grateful for the fucking elite. Like, <laughs> the elite, the elite, the elite. elite. Like, Check between, it out like, now. Like, <laughs> what Kenny Omega did with, like, fucking vertigo. <laughs> It'll fucking bust his shoulder and bust his, um, everything, uh, busting everything. Bro, Kenny Me. Omega
4: 2021 is better than Ric Flair 1991. Like,
5: like, this shit is all inspiring. The Young Bucks, like, um, incredible tag team reign, drop the belts in style, like, basically bend over backwards to, to help Heyman Page to get, get off to his title run, like, the elite, like, between Kenny and, and the buzz have read this business like a fucking book for the last, like, five years. Yeah, man. James?
3: Um... So, I'll, I'll get into some specifics, but um, like I'm grateful for uh, AEW, I'm grateful for New Japan, I'm grateful for Stardom, um, I'm grateful for Drew McIntyre. Um, I'm grateful for a person that, like, regardless of whatever his booking is or whatever they tell him to go out there and say to get him under, he will still, then still show up on pay per view, and he will go out there with the intention of scoring fifty, any given or forty any given night, and it do not matter if the back up. I same thing for Cesaro, but that, that his Cesaro <laughs> thing has been like his whole entire run since he since I ever first laid eyes on that dude, right? So um, I'm just happy. I'm happy. Grateful for first. Uh, Drew McIntyre in WWE. Um, when we get to uh, the AEW thing, I'm grateful for um, Kenny Omega. I am grateful for uh, Brian Danielson. I am grateful for Heyman, Adam Page. I am grateful for the Young Bucks. I am grateful for Death Triangle. Um, I like them, dude. I'm grateful for Darby Allen. That man, uh, all of them dudes go out there and they bust their asses in um, anytime the, um, their number is called, and I, I greatly appreciate that. And they don't bullshit me. They don't play around. They go out there and they they come out there and they give the best wrestling they, th- yeah, they think they can that doesn't involve nonsense um, uh, New Japan Wrestling I'm grateful for Sh- Shingo Takagi I'm grateful for uh, Kazuchika Okada I'm grateful for, Tanahashi, or for Hiroshi Tanahashi I'm grateful for Koto Ibushi I'm grateful for Minoru Suzuki I'm grateful for yeah like I mean look you're, don't get it wrong with you twisted with the toboism shit that we've been talking about. Like when it comes down to it, I still feel like they have more horses than anybody that wanna go out there and have great matches when, when when asked upon um in any promotion period. But they're they're just in a weird position, like, but I'll always bet on the on the talent, I always bet on the on the heart and the effort of the wrestlers. So yeah, I got that. Uh stardom, I I mean I could I could give you a half hour. Rossi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I am grateful for I am grateful for The draws. I, <laughs> I am grateful for uh for Shuri Kondo, I'm grateful for uh Utami Hayashida, I am grateful for uh, Mayu Iwatani. I'm grateful for uh Tam Nakano. Um I am grateful for this promotion that I believe, quite frankly, like given uh the talent level and athleticism level like produces the best the, the best amount of Top level pro wrestling matches, while having the least amount of athleticism and talent involved, oh because God. they have sheer fucking heart and and the, the want to to want to uh, just just be the best versus they can be night in night out. Like you can look at um, cage match ratings now that there are more people that actually watch Stardom from the Western um, world from the Western world, uh, and you can see that like if you want to talk about like the top. Top peaking matches, maybe they don't have that, but if you want to say great matches period or very good kick-ass matches from like seven and a half on a cage match to above, they're as they are as plentiful as anybody and, and they go out there and they kill it every single night. Like you can go into a stardom um you can go to a stardom show expecting to see like at least two to three very good fucking matches uh, on every single show, and with with not much bullshit involved. As people cut their little minute promos and they go out there and they beat the shit out of each other, and and it's always been fun. And like I'm grateful for that. And I quite frankly do not know what my uh, relationship with pro wrestling would not be if not for New Japan AEW. In uh, stardom, at this point in my life, like maybe I'd be fucking done watching wrestling altogether, and just be disillusioned and say, "This, I loved this thing as a kid. I stopped watching for ten years. I came back and watched. It, it was fun. And Vince fucked this all up and <laughs> took everything I ever loved out of American pro wrestling. I'm took fucking everything." Done. So I'm so yeah, I'm appreciative to New Japan, AEW, in stardom. You
4: know who else I'm appreciative of? Jeremy Donovan, the podfather of this podcast. <laughs> of this podcast network. Listen, every week we do a podcast together and guess what happens at the end of it? I go to sleep. This man fucking edits the shit and puts it all together and continues to do hard work while I fucking slumber (laughs) and get ready to go to sleep. And that is the God's honest truth. We are in his casa. We're in the Donovan dojo right now. He's made it available to get me more drunk right now (laughs) than I have been in the entire 365 days since the last time we did Uh this podcast so thank you Jeremy Donovan for hosting this shit thank you for hosting this podcast network thank you for all the shit you do whatever the fuck it else is you do (laughs) and I thank you guys for being my friends for however long you guys have been my friends for like I don't know it's coming up on decades so it's fucking crazy
2: yeah, 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 man. Appreciate the shout out, man. But yeah, this is g- gonna wrap up our fifth annual F O H draft. Should we even keep doing this shit? Fuck this shit. Like
3: Russell's getting so good. D-
2: it depends on how we draw. No, keep if, it has,
3: if, yes. we're, if we're
2: needle movers, if we if we if y'all yeah. if y'all we'll oh see bro- oh if y'all drop the, the gifts, some do- <laughs> do- donations. Look, if y'all
5: if y'all, y'all y'all part with y'all yen, <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> don't don't buy the pay per view for Wrestle Kingdom Night Three.
4: Yes, Drop right here. Drop that money here. (laughs) Yes, sir. Listen, a couple weeks ago, I was talking to a member of this board. I don't want to say who specifically, but someone on this board was like, I don't have shit to complain about. Let's call it the come in here draft. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just talk about positive shit. And I was like, I'm not going to be part of anything that's called the come in here
5: draft. (laughs) The come in here draft.
4: <laughs> oh man. It was rich.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say the come in here draft.
4: Bro, yes you fucking When, <laughs> when the fuck did I
5: say that? You made that shit up right now. Like <laughs> I, I never even thought of that. He told me you said that like, he
2: told, like, like a week ago, he's like, Bro. yeah, we're going talk about some coming here. You're <laughs> he saying the coming here fucking
3: draft. I'm lost! Like <laughs> Yo, oh my I'll pull it up. You were saying something like yen earlier, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. yeah, man. It's Let's so close it out.
5: Shout, out. shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to James. Shout out to Jeremy. Shout out to Josh.
4: Thank you guys for your donations. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting over the years. Thank you for everything you guys do. Yes. Shout out to the
5: rest of Social
2: Suplex. Yeah, make sure you guys support us, follow, listen, subscribe to the network and support all the shows here. We all put in our work and try to entertain you guys the best we can. We ain't going to fucking lie, like straight
1: up. (laughs) You already
4: did. You said you didn't say coming here. I didn't.
2: (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode.
1: What is happening? And we'll see
2: you guys again
4: next year.
3: Rich (laughs) said, come in here, draft. I swear to God.